Welcome to the good, the uh, bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with cinematographer Ron Schmidt. The fact that his career started not only with Ron, Roger Corman, not only with this week's sequel, Ghoulies go to college, but he goes on to work on The Mist, the first season of The Shield, and so much more. And I love the connection with a former guest that when Ron was in college in L.A., they said, hey, you got to go sit with a, a cinematographer for a week. Who is it? Steven Poster. Rocky Five, Strange Brew, and so much more. If you haven't checked that out, you're going to have to wait until the end of this week's review of Ghoulies go to college. And wow, this is... Uh, this was this was something, and uh, I I think you know who that snore is. But let me uh, formally introduce you to my fraternity brother for the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing, man? You know, I'm I'm a little insulted because I am in a fraternity, and what I saw in this movie is not fraternity like at all. No, um, and I really don't know what I watched because I don't know who this movie's for. I feel like it's an R-rated kids movie. Well, it could be. I, I mean, I definitely think it's for you, but uh, like, who would pay money to see this? That's what I want to know. Again, okay. So a bunch of dugs. That's that's, that's a bunch of dugs. Okay. And the end track of the movie is Doug in the Pontiac. So maybe Very fitting. it's fitting. Very fitting. No, I would say well, I got to introduce. We have a creature uh, expert. <laughs> That we're going to introduce in a second, but before we bring him in, I got to say, like, movies like this, Ugh. as silly, over the top, ridiculous they are, it was in, no, it was, it was in, it was, it went through. I, I wanted more. No, no, I wanted less. Again, if you told me we're going to be watching a kid's movie and this is what, you know, Ghoulies was a kid's movie, fine. But the fact that they're, they're throwing it out there as an adult movie is insulting. And it's it's oh it was rough. I'm not a fan, and I feel bad for Nick. Now I don't know if Nick liked this movie. Um, I heard he watched it twice, so maybe he does like it. Um, but I mean, Munchie to this. Oof. And the funny thing is, is uh, he's our creature expert. For he started with Munchie. He recorded that in February 2020. And then in March 2021, Munchie strikes back. And then after that, he does Rocky Five. Polly's a creature. And of course, we have to bring him back for another creature movie. Ghoulies go to college. Nick Spurdone. How you doing, man? Doug, <laughs> Jamie. Wow. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, Ghoulies go is to it? college. <laughs> Wait, is it good to be back? Because he Doug just named four movies, and I think they all are horrible. So oh. I mean, what, you, you, can you name one of them that were? Yes, Munchie's a fantastic movie. Four, four of our I would say top fifteen worst movies we've reviewed, um, and you reviewed four of them. 
Like, I don't know what kind of friendship you have with Tug, but I'm just saying Andrew, uh, you know, did Death Wish, you know, Charles Bronson and other movies. So you might want to talk to Doug. It's a friendship based on trust. And I really trust Doug, like over and over and over and over again. You may want to start rethinking that. And I trust Nick. I know that he'll go into this and it's fun. We're talking about a movie that the plot makes zero sense. The, the, the fact of this. So before I, I text you a tease of like a big thing that I have that that's a part of this movie, we're going to get to that one second of somebody, an actor that's in this movie sort of. Uh, but Jamie, when you were in college, did you pull any pranks or did you pull any yanks? Okay. So. <laughs> What is a yank? Like, and, and, and the fact that they're called, you know, like they, they pulled yanks, but it's prank week. Shouldn't it be yank week? I don't know because the fact that they go, like, Hey, what are you going to, Hey, you want to pull some pranks? You want to pull some yanks? And yeah, I'm like, I, yanks, I think like jerk. Okay. So is that like well, a jerk off? Um, based on these guys, I could see them doing that. Now, okay, here's, here's my question. So one, it looks like, you know, from when they start the movie, it looks like a very rich college. Like, it looks like a very fancy. Yeah. So some of the hijinks that they do, I couldn't imagine, like, Harvard kids doing, you know, if that's the case. Second, based on how the classrooms are and how they act, is this high school or, or college students? Because they act like high school students. Well, let's the you all- use the word classrooms. There's only one classroom set. Well, and, and is it really a classroom? I mean, I, it looks like a dungeon. It looks like a dungeon that they're at. So, it, but the mess, it, the way they act, this is literally, they are like high school students. Yeah. Yeah, but all the kids look like they're 35 years old, so. <laughs> well, that's that's typical in these kind of movies. Skippy? Mook? Jeremy? What? Was there a Wes? Wesley Wes? Or? Who Wes looks like... Yeah, there's a West in there. Yeah, there's a lot well, of people in here. There's definitely uh, a James Spader lookalike, the main oh, character. That's, I know Skip. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, Skip. Without a doubt, he's James Spader. Wes, Paulie Shore. Oh, hundred. Well, that's what I wrote down. I saw you go. Wait, the, the, the main guy. It looked like Eric Stoltz and um, Andrew McCarthy had. Kind of looks like Stoltz. You know, you know what it is? He was obviously playing those roles because James yeah. Bader played this role every single time. Even the, the villain blonde guy who's always there's always a blonde villain rich kid in every single 80s kind of movie. And he even looks very familiar. I don't know where I've seen him from, but he just looks like he's played that role before. He looks like if they did a origin story of Christopher Walken's character from Batman Begins, he looks like he could be the young Christopher <laughs> Max Shrek. It's a little, a a little short. Max He's Shrek. a little short, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh but the hair, though, the hair is spot on. Before some listener goes, oh, it wasn't Batman Begins, Nick. He meant Batman Returns, people. All right. Are you guys Batman wearing Batman Are you guys wearing socks? I'm sorry. Are you guys wearing I'm, socks? I'm wearing two pairs. This way, if you knock my socks off, I'm, I'm my feet will still be warm. Dude, this, this is it. You ready? What? Oh, All right. Listen to the voice. The open up, open up. The cat, Ghoulie. Okay. Did you hear that voice at all? Yes. And that is the voice. Yep. Of a comedic acting legend. You've seen him on Curb. You've seen him on 
Spin City. He was great at Spin City. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. (laughs) That's his voice? Yes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Holy cow. (laughs) I mean, so so he's making the sound, like the sounds also, besides the talking, (laughs) like all the the gremlin noises. Ghoulie noises. It's just ghoulie noises. Okay. Before we even get here, so a ghoulie. Are they poop? Like, are they poop monsters? <laughs> well, he makes a joke that involves that. Lady. I, I, I mean, they come the out of a toilet bowl, right? Yeah. And and the main one, first of all, they're basically I, I look at them as poop three stooges, right? They're, the uh, the main one is Mo, without a doubt, and he's always smacking around the other. That two. is, uh, wait, what? What animal would you think that is? What the main Which one? Because they all have, oh the main Mo. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, he's a poop. He looks like poop. well. No. Well, they all have nicknames. So he's the fish ghoulie. The other one, fi- of course, is yeah. And the other one, of course, is a rat ghoulie. He kind of looks cat. like Splinter. And then cat ghoulie. Wait, wait, wait. That's he's supposed Splinter. to be a fish. Yeah. If and you told f- me to get, if you told me to guess fifty animals, I don't think fish would have been one of them. The, the one that looks like the main one. The one, that looked, the one that looked like Curly from Three Stooges. Well, no, Curly. I would say Curly is Richard Kind. I would say he, Larry is the well, he looks, He's he going with like the bald Curly. look. Oh, the bald look. So you're saying every bald person looks like Curly from Three Stooges? I mean, there's a resemblance. Wow. Sorry. Okay. We just lost Sorry. all the bald listeners. Sorry, bald people. So, <laughs> so, so but, fi- but fish? Like, you think he looks like a fish? I would say more like a... a I don't know what kind of animal. Like, not a fish. Like you, you want to know something? I watched Ghoulies 2 before I interviewed Eddie. And because that was like one of his first credits doing special effects. And the fact that I don't remember that they didn't speak. And this is the first time they ever spoke. So it's so funny that not only did they choose those voices, but they also chose the whole Three Stooges. All they are so, is Three Stooges. So it's the same Ghoulies in the other movies? They look totally different. Like they look cartoonish compared to the other ones. So John Beekler directed this movie, big time special effects guy. He worked on a bunch of the nightmares. He was part of KMB effects who did Bride of Reanimator and he directed Friday the 13th part seven. So he was, he had a, you know, it's definitely his touch on a lot of the special effects in this movie that you could see. Funny story. Ron said it, it was weird working with him because he was operating one of the ghoulies and when he was given stage directions, he would talk through the ghoulie's mouth to people. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So this movie came out in 1991, correct? Yep. When did, when did say, Empire Strikes Back come back come out? Empire Strikes Back was at 80, 81. So you're going to tell me Yoda in, in Empire Strikes Back, which looks like one of the best, char- like, like actual, like, you know, even though it's a puppet, looks great. They can't do better than what they did for Ghoulies and Night because they barely move. Like even when they're hitting it, when they're hitting each other, it's like he's like twisting a stick of a puppet, smacking each other. That's yeah. that's what it looks like. I mean, like they couldn't do anything better with the puppets. Like they were hard. This was let's not let's be honest. I thought this was an unofficial sequel to Munchie when I saw the Ghoulies <laughs> pop out. I was like, no, uh, you I'm know, like, what? Doug, Doug got me. Doug got me. God. 
they they could be munchy children. Like they that's how their movement was very munchy like. Oh they were God. no no no. And I guess cuz maybe budgetary purposes, obviously Jim Henson, the budget for Star Wars, but no, they didn't look good. The thing that looked cool, the end sequence looked to me was where they spent all the money. Um, you know, some of the kills were, you know, good special effects. I mean, well, like they were Sean silly. Beekler, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, the but like just for ghoulies themselves, they were just very just they re- literally look like someone had their hand in a puppet walking around playing puppets with them. That's what they look yeah. like. Yeah. And I got to say okay. when you said the word kills, I didn't realize till the end of the movie that those people died because I didn't think they died. So you don't think that someone's tongue gets ripped out and like wrapped around your body is going to kill you? I don't know because she like made a sound afterwards. I thought or- I- that or no you well you can talk about the one but we'll talk about it later yeah. so i have that clip but even that one i'm just like okay but uh let's get into this movie guys okay. come on by, by the way we've seen that woman i've seen her a thousand times yeah she always plays the same kind of everything role. yeah yeah like yeah veronica she always plays like she always plays like a like a like a teacher or like someone in a school oh. always oh dude and they have a fourth wall joke in this movie which we'll get into okay, if okay, you didn't okay. catch it but uh yeah so we start the movie, we get uh, Pauly Shore and Veronica, right? That's like the opening of this movie. For, we get the quickest title card in, in movie history. We had one movie recently that was super quick. This was not even a second. And it's a ghoulies go to college. And you get Pauly Shore and Veronica. Veronica, who's a former Playboy Playmate in 1983, which you could tell because every time she's on screen, she just wants to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> or dance and be naked you know i mean yeah she's you know now, I, I, okay so we see i don't know did they show the miniature house in the beginning of the movie yeah. that they used throughout the movie <laughs> so why did they have to do that i mean you have you have obviously they could just film you know going backwards on and showing like the house in real life why did they have to show a miniature like was that like an inside gag like i i don't know what that was like oh it was horrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the majority of the budget went to that. Uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so the first opening scene, right away, what do we get? We get like a little bit. Oh, he finds the comic book in the wall. That's what the opening season. I'm on second page by accident. So the okay. opening scene is him using the toilet and he's writing on the own on his own fraternity wall and he cracks a wall thing that is paper thin. Okay. Well, first of all, I thought he was going to the bathroom, but when he gets up, his pants are already up and he walks right out and the toilet seats down. Yeah. So he was just sitting there. So he was sitting there doing graffiti in, in, and I wrote this down, but then I realized it later, but I had no idea where he was because that was the filthiest, grungiest looking bathroom I have ever seen. And, Coming from a fraternity, my frater- my bathroom floor was definitely disgusting and filthy, but my floor looked pristine <laughs> compared to that. Yeah, that was disgusting. That was it looked like a, it looked like a dungeon. They looked like they were in a dungeon. And if you find find a magazine that's hidden in a wall, would you even attempt in a bathroom, no less? Would you attempt to open it? No, I would not touch that thing. Especially once I saw ghoulish tales on the front of it. I'm like, no, I just, I got my own magazines. I'll look at it in my own room and I'll. (laughs) 
But it's it, but it's in the bathroom. So and a fraternity house. Why would you even attempt to open a magazine not knowing where it's been, who's touched it, why they touched it, why they were looking at it, what they were looking at, what were they doing while they're looking at it? Right. No way would I even attempt to even touch it. And then the pages are all stuck together, and ugh. well, that's I mean, <laughs> boy, you'd have to you'd have to open it to find out. <laughs> well, not even the fact that you would just touch it. The fact that you would touch it and start reading it out loud. <laughs> well, so you don't know what it could be. You're just going to start reading it. Do you like, if you're on the John, it's somewhere and you're like, oh, Cosmopolitan, top 10 reasons to make my wife work. Like, you don't just do that. You just wait. You don't, re- you don't read out loud when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start. Dear, damn it. Dear Abby. Um, <laughs> Well, maybe it's the only quiet place in the house for him to read because, again, he wasn't going to the bathroom. So we were sitting there f- for some reason. True. He was. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. And then they're yelling at him to come because it's uh, Yank Week. The Yank Week, right? Isn't this right away? Is this right away that we're getting? Oh, they were hijinks like right away. So, yes. Oh, yeah. So just before this part was. So, wait. I gotta go what, back. The janitor. I, I about the janitor. I forgot to print out the first, the janitor. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so the I forgot the first I, page of the notes. Okay. Yeah. Why is a janitor mopping outside? <laughs> Why is he mopping the side of the the sidewalk? The step, exactly. No, it was the steps. Why? He's mopping the steps outside. Well, he was. He, well, he's getting to the steps. He walked away for some reason. I don't know what happened. There was something else that he had. What he had to do, like Windex a tree. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone mop outside. You know. So, uh, but yeah. it, then again, it is a college. That maybe, it was, maybe, maybe there's throw up out there. You know, they, they, there's a lot of partying in this, you know, in a school. So maybe. It but was. yes, this was. They didn't waste time in this movie. Let's put it that way. They jumped right into the hijinks. Yeah. No, they did. And and just to, before we get to the where we are, let me catch up because I forgot that first page. So they get the quick title card, uh, a flashback to 21 years ago. Such a weird year to pick. And the ghoulies are attacking a college kid who's reading that comic book. And then they push the kid into what might be the most, most ornate toilet bowl ever. Like if somebody, some rich guy had that in the house, I'd be like, all right, that makes sense. It looks like there's gargoyles on the bottom of it. Obviously, it's the Google ghoulies. Then we get the first time that people that didn't see the trailer and loved the first two movies would have been like, wait, why are they talking? Because he says, hey, welcome to the Super Bowl. Do you, do you think it's possible to be flushed down a toilet bowl? Like, was that toilet? I, I don't, you know, I didn't never, I didn't look, you know, at the bottom. I don't know if I, we could see the bottom of it, but. Was it like a regular toilet bowl with a little little hole in the bottom, or was like the, there's like a big like Oscar the Grouch kind of like toilet bowl, like where like there's a hole, like, little hole, like, little hole. Oh, there's a little hole there. Yeah, all right. I guess it was like a magic hole that can expand. Okay, like as soon as somebody starts getting sucked in, because his but his like, leg was like sticking out like this, and like you know, it's, it's, like, like, uh, <laughs> it's like in the Santa Claus where he can go down every chimney, you know. Tim Allen. Oh, so it expands. Expa- yeah, expands, shrinks, okay. magic. <laughs> it's a magic toilet ghoulie magic <laughs> so then the ghoulie magic said so jamie mentioned it like why are the, why is the janitor doing that outside the one guy unscrews the handle so that when the janitor goes to grab it it goes down the stairs and look who's walking past a gym teacher played by kane friggin hotter and then he falls in the bucket the bucket somehow is going 
so fast that he takes out a professor. The only other time we see anyone else that works at the college throughout this entire movie, we've seen Ragnar, the rest of the movie, no one else. So the bucket managed to go downstairs filled with water and not tip over. That's that's first of all. And Kane Hodder. That is a, it's a magic bucket. It is too. a magic bucket because, I mean, Kane Hodder is a pretty big guy. Yeah. And he, yeah. he was able to fit in there and somehow he wasn't able to get out. For anyone who doesn't know, Kane Hodder he played Jason that. in the Jason movie, in the later Jason movies, right? I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. He played uh, zombie Jason. Yeah. And, well, he also was in, wasn't he in uh, Goes to Hell? Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, you see, he's still zombie then. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, but yeah. Well, if you don't know who Kane, Kane, if you will listen, listener, if you don't know who Kane Hodder is, maybe it's a first. You can keep I, listening. I'm just, I'm trying. Maybe to be it's a first time listener, and they're like, I've never seen any horror movies. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Doug cannot be a tough guy while wearing a college shirt. The way he looks right now. Pop them being Jeremy. I'm part of Gamma no, Gamma Gamma. I, you know. So well, if only all those teenage Delta knew. What happened? Oh. Sorry, no. <laughs> Jamie showed up his friend. <laughs> so then, well, it's so funny. So we'll, we'll cut back to like when he was like reading the comic book, and the fact that they start getting conjured up, okay. And then the buddy's like, "Hey, man, it's prank week. We gotta go." And then we meet Skip for the first time, James Spader, without a doubt, Andrew McCarthy. You want to whatever you want to say, and he's breaking down the prat pranks like he's the coolest guy do they have time for this he <laughs> they changed the pipes on all the water fountains so when somebody has to drink water it shoots them so it makes them look like they pee their pants then he makes an ejector bench that dumps these two girls are, back are they are they the engineers at the school like because the pranks are pretty high tech first of all second of all they only have one class it seems like they only have one class and one professor that's all he cares about is humanities. That's all. That's the only thing that they're studying for. Because that's all he cares about when he goes. I was studying last night, Aaron. I was studying for humanities because I want to do good in Ragnar's class. Would have been great. She's like, what about all the other classes, asshole? I have three other classes that you never talk about. Does anyone take humanities? I, I just, I, I, we just lost all four humanity majors. Four. <laughs> and and the professor's name is Ragnar, right? Why? Why do they choose something that's so hard to say? Well, you know, you know, Ragnar is was a famous Viking. <laughs> Ooh, so maybe that's why. Maybe well, they, well, you think like it, mythical because he he's a Viking? No, I don't know. These uh, maybe they just chose a name like that because he has a really dark side that you see like pretty quick. Like he he changes. Like in his office, d- does a professor really have an office that big? His office is as big as his classroom. Well, but what professor has a classroom like that? I mean, that cla- you know, that classroom re- literally looked like a dungeon because all the students were sitting like as a normal classroom, and then it goes back another fifty feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> and again, this is a rich school. I mean, clearly you could see like it's a huge campus. It looks very fancy, and then you have the, the skeeviest dungeon-like classroom. <laughs> It it made no sense. They don't care. They don't spend. They don't spend money on the faculty. Location. Just on the students. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like in a basement, like in a boiler room. You know, like they they had to throw <laughs> chairs in there and like just to save money um, for location. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get the rivalry of the movie, which were it's gamma 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 versus uh, beta. What is it? Beta zeta. 
they, beta? I, I think they just named the first three Greek letters they possibly could. I think it was like Beta, Zeta, Gamma <laughs> or something like that. Like, it was ridiculous. Well, Gamma, Gamma, Gamma is the preppy guys. The other ones are BZT. So whatever B. What? Oh, uh, beta, beta, Zeta, Theta. It wasn't Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? No, they couldn't use that. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get our first uh, Evil Aru sighting who goes on after. She, did, she does this. She's the news anchor in RoboCop 3. And then she's a uh, regular on CSI Miami for what I don't know what that was on for like seven or eight years. So, uh, God, this again, are they're rich kids? So let's just say that Without they're all doubt. super rich. They trashed the class, the, the amount of pranks they're doing in Ragnar's class. It's it's wild. It, it looks like a high school classroom that has a substitute teacher. That's basically oh, yeah. how the classroom looks. Would it looks like this paper airplane should be flying around, you know, like kids sitting on t- on top of the, the desks. Now you're you're talking about this is a professor who's also the dean of students, so clearly <laughs> they don't care, or clearly they don't have any respect for this guy because he goes on to teach while the, the classroom looks filthy. There there's <laughs> paper. There's like garbage on the floor. There is it, it literally is ridiculous to call it a classroom. Oh, and you, you, you know, they draw a picture of him as a dinosaur on the, on the chalkboard. <laughs> did, did you read what the name was? No. What is it? It was Ragnosophotus horse asimus. <laughs> God, that's so good. And then the, and then another guy. So he takes the comic book from Polly Shore and he starts reading it out loud, and at that same time, the ghoulies are getting summoned, you know, back at the house. And then he stops. He calls it rubbish, and then the ghoulies have to go away. They get teased Ragnar multiple gets... times in a the movie. They do. No, multiple. <laughs> multiple Not only times. yes, they do get <laughs> multiple times. And then he gets way too scared about an inflatable alligator. But which, <laughs> like, honestly, that was a good prank. Like that's a funny oh. prank. That that one's funny. I see, but but that one is like the most realistic out of any of the pranks they do because you, you can hide that. I mean, I don't know how you rig it because um, it really it was a. I think it was one of those things you put in the water, right? Wasn't it those alligator like, yeah. floats? So I don't know how you would rig that to blow up like that. Like that, how, how would you do that? <laughs> I don't know how you would do it. I guess it could be on a timer, or you pull a. Sh- I don't know. Wait, it takes me it's thirty minutes like to thing- blow it up. You know, <laughs> so like you know. Yeah, it's not like unless there's some way they made it. Yeah, because nobody would use an alligator as like a life preserver, <laughs> like that you'd pull and it. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so now it does make sense. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> unless it was the kid that works in the chem lab. Yeah, then maybe he's. Which in, we'll get into. Well, maybe the the kid that has the computer, the 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 fan, the the kid that wears the hat. I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. So maybe because he seems kind of smart, so maybe he's the one that's engineering all of the pranks. Because because they, they are very high tech. Yeah. Well, you can mention who it is. Does he talk in this movie? He does. No, he definitely talks. He talks a bunch of times. When? Uh, well, just in the first half, because I didn't notice yeah, in the him. first half. Maybe. The- Maybe he spoke, and I just didn't notice who he was until that scene when he's walking down the hall that I sent you the photo because <laughs> he even turns like he shouldn't have been on camera. It's I, so weird. I think he says a couple lines at the beginning, and then that's it. So it was in the beginning. But the other kid, his best friend, all right, you know where he's from? So you said you don't know where he's from, right? His, his The one that he has, he has a little scuffle with later on? 
Mook. Mook. He's from summer school. Oh, oh, uh, he's the, the stripper. Right? No, yeah. that's not him. No, no, no. He's in summer school. Matthew Lillard. Oh, he's just another kid in the no, class. He's one of the. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think saw, he is the stripper. I saw him in the no, background, and then I'm like, let me, let me just. Are you like, sure? IMDb this. He's in summer school. Like, I, he's yeah. one of the main that, kids in summer school. Like, I'm telling you. I saw okay. his goofy okay. face in the we'll background. Look at that. You're Shaggy. Nick, did you notice the other person that's in this movie? Big time actor, first role. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Did you notice that from watching? Oh my god! <laughs> <They're shaggy. laughs> and you know it's funny because I mean, based on like some of the the, the main characters that's had bigger lines, I think he could have done a good job. Like you know, like I guess they didn't know what he what he offered because some of the other guys weren't that good. Like I I couldn't stand the fat kid. Like, oh, you mean Andre the Giant's son or uh, Flounder? Oh. I mean, again, every fraternity has one of those in the movies. Like, yeah. they always had the fat guy, but he was just the worst. Like, he really was. Like, uh, they could have found someone better. His line at the end of the movie made me scream in my head. His, like, exposition to end the movie, which we'll get into later, it just, like, pissed me off so much that they had a... It's almost like they were like, shit, man, we got one more day of filming. Let's just end this shit right now. Because <laughs> this line that he had was... Oh, my God. It didn't bother it, you the way he ate the pizza? <laughs> i mean like that was so stupid they didn't need to do that he literally made one slice out of eight yeah <laughs> i mean you know i mean like how do you how do you apply for that role like do they say listen we need a f- person that's very overweight who flounder that's probably what they write uh, it's a college bi- he, he's flounder. bigger than he's bigger than flounder no he's right. bigger than flounder but it's probably flounder like oh. says the description oh really I'm sure it says that. I don't know about that. I, I think because he is a slob. Like, I mean, like. No, he is a slob, but he is Flander, like how dumb he is with some of the things that he <laughs> says in the movie. I guess. Maybe he's a combination of Belushi and Flander because he's also creepy. Like, you know, so, yeah. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of creeps. <laughs> There's a lot of creeps. So, so then we get the party. BZT is throwing their, I guess, just like a party to kick off Prank and Yank Week. And then we get Polly Shore and Veronica are pretty much having sex on the couch. And I don't think they know how to have sex. But before that, right from there, we cut to Ragnar and he's grading papers and he's like so angry. He writes F minus exclamation point. It, wait, then he starts. Is he really grading or is he just putting F on like, you know, because he really doesn't look like he's grading anything <laughs> no he's not he's probably so pissed off he probably didn't have any chance to think about anything after his classroom is just destroyed he had a water balloon to the head he got an alligator you know this guy he he's, ba- focus on he's basically showing you what a teacher should not be doing and he's taking things personal and he can't separate the graded the school from the personal yeah and do deans really like teach also like i i feel like that would be a conflict of interest kind of like you know like how can you run a school but also teach a class no agree and i think that's maybe that's all the money the rich kids parents like screw the faculty we're spending it all on the swimming team or the polo club wait screw the faculty i think there's only two faculty the redheaded lady <laughs> and him. <laughs> well, she's a secretary. Yeah. So she's not even teaching. He does it all. He teaches every single class. Or maybe it's just a humanities college and there's just one class. Oh, well, there is a gym teacher. 
we know Ken Otter was the gym teacher. Oh, and there's another professor that he takes out a different yeah. guy. So yeah. And which you knew the papers are going to go flying. Like he literally, like when he's walking, he had loose papers in his hand. You're just waiting for him to get hit. So the papers go flying all over the place. Like they do in every single, like, you know, scene like that. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> so then we get Ragnar so pissed off. So he goes, you know what? Let me take some ease off my day. And he goes to read and he reads the comic. And now we cut back to probably one of the creepiest people in a movie. And oh. that is Officer okay. Barkus. Add him to the list of annoying characters in movies we've watched. I, I He's I was, up there. Oh, he's just to me, I felt like there was no need for this for this character like there really was yeah, no I need i thought there was going to be something else to him he was just like another again this movie has no there's really no plot to this movie because there's the obviously the ghoulies that are going to show up in a little bit and like what they do which we know ragnar has a goal in this movie but like the rest of this movie is really just prank week like it's oh, gamma it versus bzt but i don't think he's an officer he's so you know going to he's a, a col- security guard and the security guard a lot of times are students that like the, the, the students that are like, you know, want to have that power trip and, you know, that everybody hates because they're always trying to get people in trouble. So he seems like that type. He's, I mean, he's definitely creepy, um, but he also seems like he should not be security guard oh, based on guess. based on the way he does some things I, a little unethical. I hate that guy. <laughs> like, really, I hate that guy so much. What does that mean? Barkus, and oh, do you Barkus. remember what he's from? He plays the same role in another thing, <laughs> but it works that he's annoying. He's the one who puts the cabinets in Jerry's apartment. Uh, <laughs> so he's known as the annoying character. Like, so when they need an annoying character, hey, let's call Barkus. Yeah, Jer- okay. Jerry, you want me to move the cabinets? I'll move the cabinets, Jerry. Whatever you want to do, George, <laughs> do you need that? And he's the one who puts George, uh, puts the thing under near George's desk so he can nap. He does all that. All right. So, and he's talented. <laughs> all right. So, I had to do this part because I thought it was pretty funny. This is like, I guess, right after they say to Barkus, somehow Skip knows that Barkus wears ladies' underwear, which makes it even funnier at a part at, later in the movie because I just put that together. But the fact that he says that to me is, how'd you know about that? Who told you about that? Yeah. Yeah. What, why, why, what would make, unless he did he watch him like change in a locker room? Like, why would he know that he wears women's or what you think he was just baiting him? He assumed he wore women's underwear and he fell for the trap. And then he gave it up. Yeah, he gave it up. He gave it up. <laughs> well, because he, what do you say? The other underwear gives him chafing or something like that. Or like it's sensitive <laughs> to it's sensitive to his skin. or That's why he wears it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, my God. But here I had to put this part. Uh, and I think this is the first time I'm ever going to do a clip that has. Uh, nudity because I thought this part was kind of funny how punny it was okay. that, how does that happen at a party why uh, is there a girl that has a a deer uh, first of all look how head. look how small that closet looks also what is she doing yeah. there 
They put it on her head and they put her in there. And look, so Aaron in this movie is Aaron dating is on Skip. Number one, stag party. Stag party. <laughs> uh, the, the next one is ridiculous, he says. Alcohol. Alcohol. You, you, you didn't remember that before? Alcohol. I did, yeah. <laughs> and she has another one too, I think. <sighs> so weird. Oh. What is he lettering in? She should she should should have left him a long time ago. Oh. She's definitely way too good for him. Way too good, but look at the other options. There's no normal guys in this school. Oh, wait. Beep, beep, beep. Here's oh, Vespa, <laughs> you know, Billy Zapka showing up. Jesus. It is Billy Zapka. <laughs> that is Billy Zapka. But how weird is that? Like, that's what I thought about. There's no normal guys in this school. Like, now, if if Skip just has no... I wanted to root for Skip, but he just wasn't... I was okay. thinking, like, Ryan, if there was a Ryan Reynolds, oh, this movie was done now. Ryan Reynolds in that role easily, but yeah. okay. So let's let we we just we just absorbed a lot in like two minutes, right? Yeah. In that scene. So first of all, this is a rich school clearly, and you know you got these rich kids. That's his his mode of transportation. They're expensive. Like, Vespas are like okay, but that's not a cool, that's not a cool thing to be driving around with. I mean, let's be honest. You know, it's you know, yeah. I mean that that's gonna get the girls. Like I, I don't know. That I was a little lame to scene. begin with. But what are the girl options also? Because I think there's only three girls Shoot. in this movie. The girl in the closet. Oh the well, there's that, more. Well, no. Then you have all the girls that are ready at the. I guess that's a sorority. Yeah, I probably would have remember the girls been, were already yeah. like oh, getting right, ready. Right. Yeah, they're gonna come and rain our panties. And what are we gonna yeah. do? The way they were acting, they were like being assaulted. It's like, no, it's a good thing. All right. Oh God! So then, well, I, I mean, I just yeah, you that know, is you're true. right. Yeah, and I, and I, th- I mean, not to talk about a scene, but I think those go- those guys overreacted because I think what was happening, I would have stayed. Lord have awesome. mercy. Like I mean, like they they made it like they almost like screaming, like they were trying to get out of there. Like I just feel like, all right, this this sounds like a. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were being assaulted. I mean, that's but in, can you be insulted in a good way? Like it's yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> Nick was searching. He was fishing for something to go with that. That's assault. <laughs> <laughs> So now we come back to Ragnar and he's obsessed with the book. He keeps reading it. And then he, again, this is why he's a humanities professor. This is like, he is inherently evil before this even happens because he looks in some book and he finds the same cover of the ghoul. The fact that the book's called ghoulish and they're ghoulies. I don't understand that. He's a humanities teacher, which I I think is like English, right? It's something to do with, English or like I mean I don't know what humanities. Yeah, yeah, it's like language, right? Language, civilization, right? Stuff, yeah. And a dean of of the school of a rich school, he's gonna sit there and read a comic book. (laughs) Like why? Why is he sitting there in his office alone reading a comic book? Like that? He lives there. I I think he lives there. He definitely lives there because I mean his office and his basement and all that. Yeah, in the fifties. Yeah. In the right. 50s, it's a lot of space, man. Fifth, you break that down, put some in walls in. And, man. and he, by the way, he always plays like that creepy character. He was nominated for no, that. Just, he, you actor. notice he has that look. He best just has that actor. when he's like yelling and everything. He has that look that, you know, he fits the role perfectly. No, he's great. Like he's everything Dude, he's crazy in. Crazy nutjob professor who tries to like molest his students. Yeah. Yeah. What? what? It wasn't this. 
Well, the one scene, he got a little touchy. No way! And then he's wait. He's and he was he was nominated. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me he he went from best supporting actor I, in the fifties. I, I thought that to was Ghoulies three. I was like, wait, Ghoulies go to college in ninety one. First, first Matthew Lillard, oh and now well, he's not molesting. The end of the movie, uh, she's got no. She he ripped her clothes off almost. Oh, he did, and how perfectly everything was cut. Yeah, yeah. No, that is yeah. He did get a little creepy in that part. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is amazing. That's a good factoid, Nick. <laughs> so now we get the ghoulies finally appear from Ragnar and. Dude, the first time you hear, like, I think we talked about it already, obviously. The ghoulies are the Three Stooges, but the first lines that they say are, why can't I get any union help? Honey, I'm home. And it's just like, we get schmucks, we get nucks, we get every one of those lines. They they communicate only in those lines. Like, 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 every communication they have is all, like, one-liners. Yeah. They just, you know, they're basically munchy line, one-liners. Throughout the whole movie. That's how they speak. And I'm for it. I felt like I was watching three different movies throughout this whole thing. I was watching a college frat party movie. Yeah, but they're really funny lines. Some of the stuff they say are really funny. One I have a clip of later, but a lot of them are pretty good. They are funny lines, yeah. but but it's like and then they, like a romantic this movie, comedy with take like away the nudity. And, it's a kid's movie. I don't know her name. Like, they, literally, a kid, a, a kids could watch this movie. You know, take away the nudity. Yeah. Oh, oh! It is. <laughs> it was like a Muppet movie. It was like a Muppet movie. It was like a Muppet movie. I yeah. mean, literally. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, you had that like that that like triangle, that love triangle. Yeah, no, that makes no. There definitely was like <laughs> so much going on, but nothing going on at the same time but the fact that skip is so sad he gets dumped and mook says you know what will make you feel better a good prank <laughs> yeah that'll help me i just i just lost the hottest piece of ass i'll ever have in my life yeah you know what let me pull a good yank that'll feel good when i'm yanking myself later <laughs> see i i i feel that like they must be like the geeky fraternity on campus because if he's their stud, he's their you know president, and there's only and he's only one girl that like I'll he can that. get. Like I feel like Are you know like I, I don't know I just feel like he's kind of a loser too. I mean you know throughout I feel like the other fraternity that he's he's battling with is a cooler fraternity than this one. I mean yeah I would go losers. for Veronica. The fact that Wes was getting Veronica well. Yeah, but he was a stoner. So in college, the stoner guys always had the girls. That's so. True. So they're having <laughs> sex. So the fact that wait, are they? they? Because I don't, I don't know what they were doing. That they, they, I thought they were exercising the whole time. I wasn't well, sure. <laughs> the one time when she sounds like she's orgasming later, well, she's rowing the one time. Oh no, they're on a no, they're on bike. an exercise bike now. The exercise bike is is a small seat, first of all. So I don't know how they're both sitting on it. Well, and she she's sitting on him. That's how that works. Um. Okay, but it's it's still like okay, but the handlebars are not going to hit you in the back. I mean, these things are not made for that. So like, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how they're able to do that, and they seem to be doing it well. <laughs> yeah. So. 
<laughs> so the ghoulies are peeping in the room and they say something oh. smells screwy boss <laughs> and they're good. about to attack them while they're having sex and they feel like somebody's peeping like they say oh i think there's somebody i think even well, after well, this they is left. after the bike this is after the bike they're in the bed this time right they're in because, the bed yeah because she's so they're in the bed and she's on all fours and her butt sticking out don't forget yeah so they the ghoulies look and one of them says hot cross buns (laughs) (laughs) classic ghoulies (laughs) but i love when they're they're about to attack them again i don't know why they're attacking what is their goal like in the other movies like so many horror movies at, at least there's some sort of like reasoning which at this point there's no reason for them to kill then we find well, out what their purpose is after the scene. Okay, so what what is okay? So is this their purpose the same as the first movie and second movie? Like, is there like no, why the they're here? Second movie, they are in like this traveling carnival, and they I don't know if they're in like a box or something. Which I guess is kind of the way all these movies start, like Critters or or even like Munchie, like. And they're just kind of yeah. It's that, like the, there's no the purpose in that one them. either. They're used almost as like a sideshow attraction in the second one, and then there's just like the most ridiculous scenes you'll ever see. I I feel like they're almost like Beetlejuice, right? You know, like sort you know, of. like they, they they live in their own world, but then when you when you say their name or whatever they say in the comics, now they come to life, and they, that their goal is to get out of the toilet bowl. There is their goal is to get out of the toilet bowl. <laughs> But the fact that Ragnarok, so he kind of like cockwatched yeah, them because the they're comic. getting ready to eat. And, or I guess they eat these people. I don't know what they do. Nobody finds these bodies well, throughout this movie? Well, well he, he kills Wes first, right? Before Ragnarok no. calls him. No, no, no. He <laughs> oh, no, right, because they, they had the treadmill after this. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. All so right. Ragnar That's, summons yeah. them, and right. he basically like basically says- By accident, though. By accident, though. It's by accident, it by accident, yeah. This time, it's by accident. Then he knows- right. Then right. he knows how it works, and then he goes, I read this book, and you have to listen to me. And he goes, I hate Prank Week. I want you to go get those people at ZBT. And I'm like, holy shit, man. This guy, within He became seconds, a murderer. He became a murderer. Yeah. He's yeah. accessory. Like, he should get the maximum penalty. So, okay. So, this Ghoulies book or magazine, it when, when Wes is looking at it, it looks like a comic. It looks like a comic. Yeah. So... It's it has directions on how to resurrect the ghoulies. <laughs> like it, it looks like what's it the, the necromancer? Is that the, is that um Evil Dead? Is that the book that Well yeah, well that's Brian Houston. That's like all his HP Lovecraft. Right, so, yeah. so right, but at least that's a book of like this is a comic. Like it's it look like like when Wes is reading it there's like panels. Like it's a yeah. comic. Yes. So how <laughs> where are their instructions to to resurrect Step ghoulies? 1 Tell the ghoulies that you're in charge because you hold this book. You hold a freaking comic Ooh, book. It's not like an old leather bound that's what I mean. book that's... with an eye on it from Hocus Pocus. It's just a regular comic book that's and, made a paper. And, 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 and I, I could see if, okay, maybe like the secret words are in there in one of the panels, but then he has instructions that you have to listen to me. Like, so yeah. he knows a lot more about these ghoulies and what happens if they kill him and all that. Like, he knows all this. That's from what I mean. The co- the comic. Or I think make sense. he might be inherently evil. That he already well, knew of something like this, and it just happened he, to come across his desk. Do you think he maybe was a ghoulie in the past and became human, <laughs> and that's why he kind of like become? Well, you know, we'll talk about that, but that's why maybe. 
His cousin's like, a, a ghoulie, you know, third once removed. Or... <laughs> well, know, or maybe he married into ghoulie, and you know, they were maybe his mom was a ghoulie and his father wasn't, and maybe he's half ghoulie. <laughs> Can you be half ghoulie? I think you only be full ghoulie. <laughs> I don't think there's no half ghoulie, quarter ghoulie. You got to be hundred percent ghoulie. Do you think a ghoulie has a coolie? <laughs> <laughs> How about the fact that another thing that is funny, like the end of the movie, I, I hate the exposition, but how about oh. when he, when Ragnar does the exposition, like I have this book, you have to listen to me. And one of the ghoulies goes, oh man, he knew about that. <laughs> like, Damn rules. They start shaking violently. And like- yeah, he says, I'll burn this book. I guess, I guess if he burns the book, they're, they disappear forever. So they, so Yeah. So if someone's holding the book, they can't go near them. Is that what it is? Like, it's like the book, but they want the book, but they can't go after the book. If someone's touching the book, right? <laughs> it is seems that... that way. Okay. All right. As long as I know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. So no. then we get our second set of boobs because at this point, the Wes, who's guarding the house while the guys are going to prank and yank, he hears the toilet flushing. He goes, Hey, hon, I'm protecting the house. I got to go. So he goes to check out the bathroom and he gets pulled into okay. the toilet. Okay. okay. But before he gets pulled in, he actually like he sees something in the toilet bowl and he practically puts his face inside the toilet bowl. Why do white people do it? that in horror movies? They're like, hey, why? Let me, <laughs> let me get a chainsaw. <laughs> let me go ask him if he needs directions. <laughs> like, why like, do they make do no that? sense? I don't I, I don't know. I mean, would you like? Would you put your face that? I would never want to put my face that close to a toilet. No, Especially, in the house like that, I would I open say, the door in the house like and that. I'd be like, "Hey, anybody in there?" Nobody answers. Okay. I walk out and I go back to Veronica, I mean, which 1983 Playmate of the Year. Get back there. Oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you something. A bathroom like that, you walk in there, you're getting some kind of disease. Like you don't have to sit on the toilet bowl to get anything. You're getting something just by walking in there. So putting your face close to that. And he gets a toilet one. brush to the boss from the rat ghoulie. That's <laughs> oh, a good God, one before he, he actually gets pulled in. No, he goes, that's that's one in the ballpark or something what like was that. that? Or, or he's, he hits him the, in the, the b- toilet brush to the balls? Yeah, it's like da 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 And you know what? I think you I think you heard like baseball music or something. Like when first of all, okay. We have to. T- we got. We do have to talk about the music in this movie. Oh, it's Munchie. It's Chuck. Serino oh my from goodness! It, it, holy cow! Like, but it was almost too much. Like every scene, there was like, oh, Cassio uh, yeah, keyboard. everything, yeah, everything, everything. So all right. And then yeah. when Wesley gets flushed down the toilet, Mo the Mo. Now I know his real name. Fish Ghoulie says, "Let's blow this poop stand." <laughs> Fish, I still can't get over fish ghoulie. I mean, like they they couldn't make him look like a fish. Like what? What does he does he look anything like a fish? Do you know any fish that look like that? No. If there's anybody that are fish experts, it, I just noticed after I read that, then watching a the clip, I'm like, I could see it with the way the mouth is no, and know, the teeth are no, triangles. No, you, he looks like a smaller version of the monsters from Super Mario Brothers. Koopas, Koopas. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The Koopas. No, Koopas had the shell. 
No, but in the movie, they look different. You don't remember Super Mario Brothers, the movie? They look nothing like that. Well, I'm just thankful that doesn't have a Great job. Great job. David L. Snyder, a friend of the podcast, worked on that movie. (laughs) Top notch. Jesus. Well, you know what? His his scenes were fantastic. Yeah. Art directed. (laughs) Production designer. Great. Great. So then we, dude, so I have to, I didn't want to play another clip, but I have to play this one really quick. But the fact that they're walking around the house and one thing I did notice, it only showed it for a second, but the frat did have something cool in it. They had the Jaws cushions from, I saw that. oh my yeah. God, dude, that looks so cool. There was yeah. like six of them. Wait, are they dressed yet, by the way? So that's the scene that I had that I was going to play. Uh, we were just talking about it. The fact no, that no, they, play, play the scene. Play the scene first, and then we'll talk about it, because I have to ask something about this. So, okay. Go ahead. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me pop it back in. But set it up. So they're walking around. They're really checking out the lay of the land while they're in here. They, they're, yeah. yeah they're, they're, uh, <laughs> this scene, I have too many issues with. I mean, especially the beer scene. And I'll explain why when that happens. <laughs> well, when, they, when they, they're right now, they're naked. They're naked ghoulies. <laughs> They're naked running right? around. They, they just are. killed a guy. So are, why, why do they have to wear clothes? I was going to say, they're monsters. They're ghoulies. Why do they care about co- clothes? Right? I mean, uh, and all right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. I can't wait. So we can, we can still, we're going to watch the scene anyway, but why are their clothes that small? Oh, in here their- it is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they open this closet. <laughs> and the clothes, it, it'll play in like a second. I just uploaded it because I deleted it by accident. But the fact that a whole mess of clothes, like I can understand packing a closet full of clothes like that, but the fact that they fall and they fall on them, but there's clothes that fit. They're, they're look at it. Okay, okay. Well, first of all, what, how, how tall are they? Like, are they like, Oh, are dude, they like, they're like two feet? They're tiny. Okay. So where did they, I mean, like literally it's not like it's like doll clothes. They're like dress clothes. There's, you know, like how, why are their clothes there in that closet? Oh dude. I don't know what, unless was. maybe they have dolls there, but uh, or rat- may, maybe, they, maybe they have, I don't know what the proper term is, but maybe they have a little person. Oh, maybe. Oh, that would make you know, sense. Yeah. In the fraternity. But they have a uh, fish ghoulie. Fush Ghoulie is like cosplaying Woody Woody from Toy Story. Uh, Rat Ghoulie is just like uh, like a Canadian tuxedo. He's wearing all freaking denim. And then the other one's wearing a football jersey. Which you're kind. <laughs> Jeez. The fa- oh, these guys goodness. are so silly. Oh, my goodness. And then they go to the Ridiculous. fridge. And they open it up. And they're stacked in the most weird way. They're not even fully stacked all the way up. It's stacked like we're watching a Miller light and MGD. They have both beers in this movie. They're all empty. And they're all, open I could and empty. be wrong, but when they fall, it looked like a bunch of them were empty. Oh, they're all empty. Oh, they, yeah. no, because they were drinking out of them. Clever. They won't no, drink when they fell. Well, Jamie, the movie magic, they can swap them out after. Oh yeah. They, oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, they were supposed to be full. Okay, they were supposed to be full well, in the movie. Because, yeah. They they keep inventory of them too, as we learn later. Oh, and he says they drink all 2001. <laughs> yeah, they can't. Well, how would they keep track? Is that the hidden fridge that isn't for all the people that were partying at that house? And that's like a secret one? Like, how would they remember? Is the fat guy looking and it's like 2000? 
9999. And he's like counting well, back the whole night. Also, wouldn't it be more, yeah. wouldn't it be better to stack it not in a triangle? Like not in a pyramid? Of course, yeah. Like, So why would they stack it that way? <laughs> see, these guys are not real fraternity. Like, see, now I'm in my fraternity. I'm stacking it to get the most that I, as I can to fit in there. They're, they're not using their brains there. Well, they have no brains, and they're only taking humanities uh, class. Their their pranks are pretty high tech. So oh. you're telling me they can do these high tech t- uh, pranks, but they can't figure out how to stack beer. Oh, speaking of pranks, so you're talking about that when Skippy uses the that slingshot was funny. to make the one guy pee on the other guy. I had a good chuckle. How why were they peeing? Why why were they peeing outside? <laughs> but why were they okay? But why were they peeing outside? Outside, well, I don't mind peeing outside, but right in front of like the right in front of the house on the street with the lights shining on them. Wait, I was okay. I was confused in this whole scene. So, was everybody there in the same fraternity? Like, who are the two guys peeing? Fraternity. They were on guard. Gamma. That was Gamma. Right. So, and so you had the guys peeing facing the security guards walking back and forth. Like, I mean, you know. You know, we're guys. When I don't know if I've ever really just like, you know, when I got to go, I'm just going to pee where I am, you know, you by, go, you as people go. are watching. Usually you go to a tree. You know, you, you kind of like go to behind a bush. These guys are, no, let's just pee right right there. <laughs> they don't care. No, they don't care. All right. Make sure I'll make sure I'm not around you when you're peeing. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's peeing right now. <laughs> So, yeah, the fact that he makes him pee on the other one. And then the ghoulies are drunk. They drank all the beer. And, God. the f- So, back to the security guards, because then we cover right back to them. These guys are walking around with baseball bats and hitting them in their hands. And I'm like, are they really going to, like, hit somebody over trying to, like, TP their house? Or, like, they look like yeah, they're going to kill someone. They- they take yank that a little Louis too serious. Is coming right for you. You can prank my house, son of a bitch, but if you yank, ooh, I'm gonna hit you with uh. this bat. <laughs> well, you know what? Wasn't that a show, Prank Yankers? Crank Yankers. Oh, Crank Yankers. Okay, but yank, yank. Oh, yank is so, a prank. A crank. Wait, wait, wait. Crank is a prank. A crank is a prank. A yank is a prank. And a prank is. But a prank. is a pr- yeah? But is a prank a yank? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, can you, like, if you're, if you're yanking, you're pranking, but if you're pranking, are you yanking? And at the same time, can you be cranking? Well, cranking's on a phone, I think. I don't think, I don't think crank, you're doing a crank in, no, like, away from a phone. No, that's not true, because you say the phrase, I'm going to make a crank call, which is a prank call. Right. If I just say, I'm going to make right. a crank, somebody would be like, a crank what? What are you going to crank? No one's going to say that. They're going to say, oh, you're making a crank? Who are you calling? No, no, they're not going to do that. They're not... They're, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, yeah, let's go out and do a crank on someone. Well, yeah, you probably, until you saw this movie, didn't think somebody could say, I'm going to do a yank. Okay, okay, but now we know yanks are pranks. Cranks are for the phone. Yanks are, so a yank is the same as a crank on the phone. So you could, you could be a crank, you like could I'm do a crank and a yank. Seuss, like, book over and here. a crank and a prank, a yank and a prank. But can you prank and a yank? Wait, it's so funny that tomorrow is – yeah, tomorrow we're recording this on March 1st, which is happy Mardi Gras, but tomorrow is Dr. Seuss Day. And Jamie just did one that Dr. Seuss never put onto the market. But no, what what is the level of it? If you did like the little greater than sign, what, what's like the almighty on top of the food chain? If, that, that's what my point is. I think, I think prank is, is number, the number one? one. Really? And I think, I think yank – 
like is like it's like a baby prank. Like I think prank. <laughs> if you're gonna do a prank, you're doing you know you're you're blowing up the toilet bowls. You know with the M80s where they used to. That's do, a prank, right? Okay. Like like that's a prank. A yank is like uh, slingshot you know, dropping a you... water balloon or slingshot. Yeah, right. make... yeah. Okay, a slingshot, right? And then a crank is just like all right, we got nothing else. You know, is your f- refrigerator running? <laughs> and then you you know hang on. <laughs> so I think I think that's the order. I, uh, you know what? I'm if not you, like I, I think a prank can get you jail. thrown into jail. A yank, maybe just like suspended from school. <laughs> and a crank, they say, "Go home, you son of a bitch, get out." Well, of here. I, I, I think if you yanking public, that's a whole different, uh, you know, you a whole different scenario. Somewhere. I, I don't, I don't, I think if yanking a public is probably the top tier for that one. <laughs> Paul Rubens. But, okay, so, uh, <laughs> so then we get, so they're gonna go for Jeremy Scooter, but they're really not gonna do much to it. His thing is so elaborate and so dumb. The fact that he's like, so when he comes over here, I'm gonna connect to this wire, so all of this garbage shoots at him. I'm like, you have these guys walking around with bats. You have enough time to rig this up. He had nothing on him when he was sitting there with the slingshot. No bags, nothing. Nothing. Well, well that, that's where does he get any of these prank things? Because even like the ejector bench. That's pretty high tech. Where are you getting that from? Like he, so he he seems to have material whenever he wants. He's he's almost like the mechanic. He is like the mechanic. Yeah, he's Jason Statham. Like when he, you know, he could do anything wherever. Maybe he's like a MacGyver, and he, uh, and he was in a garage with, and maybe he just made some things from the garage, you know, that he was in, and you know, was able to figure it out. The only other thing referenced in this movie besides humanities is the science lab, because Jeremy's like uh, sidekick is number two. Says, you want me to rig something in the science lab? So maybe, obviously, Skippy has you know science class, and he was able to rig that up, but he had nothing on him. It made no sense. That is true. I, and I do think that that guy, the, 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 the Zabka's sidekick, kind of liked him a lot. I think there was, some, there there was, was something, something. There's something there. Okay. I wasn't the only one. There was a little it. bit okay. of Alan and uh, Phil Love. In that little reference to last, I think so. Uh, I think so. Last review. Yeah. So then we get the Google. <laughs> so one joke that was really funny, and I think it's even funnier now because it's Richard Kind saying it when they're going prank week. The ghoulies are shouting prank week, and the one goes tanking. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it multiple times. He does. And what happens in this movie? A few times, like different elements get broken. While you're watching this movie, it's just about creatures that's supposed to be like a college horror movie. He gets hit in the head so hard, cartoon stars appear. <laughs> so ridiculous. And, you know, like, this is prank week with fraternities. Are there only two fraternities on campus? That's it. Because it seems like it's only these two going after and the each girl, other. So and the sorority. It, so they, I guess yeah, they but do they're not part of prank. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're not part well, of prank. they do something week. later. Yeah, they do. Well, they do it, but they're not they're not part of Prank Week. They're doing it to protect themselves. No, that's true. So, okay, so you're telling me it looks like it's only two fraternities and one sorority. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, not a lot of options out there. No. <laughs> well, that's why that's why Skip's got to do whatever <laughs> to keep Aaron. That's why they're fighting over them. Okay, and yeah. not for nothing. And even that, at this and even point, then they're really not. There missed. are two missing students that are never thought about until the end of the movie. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. No, I, but 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 they're not questioning like, all right, we haven't seen. I, I know they they like they're missing now the rest of the movie until 
you know, we, but like, well, Wes, they mention they do like a little bit of like exposition. Like last year, he was he was kidnapped by Gamma Gamma Gamma, so that sets that up. But one thing, you know, you know what, like, kind of reminded me of in this movie was like Child's Play three. Like the way Chucky had the two. Well, he I guess he didn't like set it up as a prank, but when he changed the bullets and they were going against each other and they basically killing each other. In this, I really oh. thought it was going to come to that <laughs> because they were doing the old. Hey, let's mess with this fraternity. Let's we trash the house at uh, BZ. So like they'll think it's each other, and I thought it was gonna, like escalate to like they were actually doing stuff to each other. Really didn't get to that. You had like a little little pussy fight at the end that that was in that hallway. Well, the prof- the professor was trying to set that up. He was doing like a Yojimbo where he was trying to set them up to go against each other. Oh, that's but, true. Yeah, is, is this movie? Is this movie considered a horror movie? It's in that genre. Because there's like, like creatures, but there's all, yeah, there's only like three deaths, and they're all like comedic. Well, stuff to the toilet but, and but, right, and you don't even except for the the two the two the, there's two in the toilet. There's like what two in the toilet, and then two outside of the toilet. Like you really like don't see too much death. Like it's not, and it's it, not no. like it literally. Would've, it's what it would have been. It wouldn't have been out of place in the mask. If you saw that in the mask with Jim Carrey, it oh yeah, fit right oh, in. The, the the way they died, absolutely. That's a Jim Carrey. That's what I mean. Like it's a rated R movie, but like even the deaths are like just a lot of boobs. Ki- kids would laugh at the kids would laugh at the death, and no know? blood, and no blood at all. No. Yeah. Okay. So here's a here's a story that I have to tell really quick. So when I was in high school. When we had like three-way calling, like me and uh, my buddy Mike Wilson, he had three-way calling too. So we used to be able to patch it in to be able to call like other people, eventually like have other people on the phone together. So I remember going through the phone book and calling two frats at Rutgers, pretending I was from, from the other frat that we just called or vice versa and doing something like that. And then I and then I called them both at the same time, and the same two guys answered, and they started going at each other. <laughs> now was that a yank or a prank, or a crank? That, that was, was a crank, crank yank prank. prank. Okay, <laughs> that was a trifecta. <laughs> oh man! So then they the get back Trinity. and the holy trinity. So Nick mentioned before the two thousand one bruise. They get back to the house. They're like, dude. They not only trashed our place and the one actor that I mentioned to Jamie that I was going to mention what he was in, but Jason Scott Lee who plays Kyle, who when he's talking to the girls in the first party scene, he's like, that's my whatever. He talks about the stereo system. He calls it some weird thing. And the girl's like, okay. And that's all he's in love with. Yeah. He, what does she call two him years after pun? this? Mo- yeah. Something like weird. Both girls call was a pud. I don't know if that's some racist thing from 1990 or something, but I don't know. But two a few years after this, Jamie he was uh, he played Bruce Lee in the Dragon, the documentary, the docu movie. He played Bruce Lee, and then he was in a bunch of stuff too. And then he was in uh, Balls of Fury. He plays one of the guys in Balls of Fury. You know what? I, now I see it, Bruce Lee. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh dude, crazy. Wow. Three it is crazy. years after this movie. Well, you know, you know what's funny? They always have 
someone like him in these movies too, in the front movies. Like it's almost like they try to hit every stereotype, every oh, you know, know, the fat guy, they have this guy, they have the you know, it just it just so it just like it's the trope in every fraternity no, kind of movie. Exactly. So then we get Skip. He goes to Veronica to find out where Wes is because Wes isn't around. And then she's trying to have sex with him in seconds. She's like, I didn't even get to orgasm. And then she even says a line. I always wondered about a guy with comic books under his bed. Then why are they dating? But so where does she think Wes is? Because she was she was there when he went missing. Yeah, they were exercising. They were, I mean, <laughs> like, right. so where does she think he, like, you know, like, and he only went to the bathroom. It wasn't like, yeah. he, you know, like, and he went there basically, like, in his boxers. So, like, he, she never con- was concerned, never, like, checked on him, never, like, you know, like, no, just quickly moved on to the next guy. No, she yep. just said, Wes, and then he didn't answer, and then left. Oh, then oh he must have left. The wrong <laughs> she, she, yeah, she, <laughs> she really she didn't try. machine. She oh man! Didn't care. She did not and then care. Aaron walks in, and Veronica un—she breaks her bra on purpose, oh, or it's a front class bra. No, of course and she did she it goes, on purpose. Oh. Did... Well, no, I know it could have just been the perfect timing. The fact that Aaron walks in seconds later, she, she had her hands right there, and she literally pulled it apart. What are you talking about? She per- uh, she made it so obvious that she broke it right in front of him. Well, maybe I have faith that she's a good person, okay? <laughs> and he goes to grab him. He, why would you grab him? Like, even if you didn't want to see him, if you're in the girl that you likes roommate, you know, room that she is in, you know, she might have come in. Why would you even get close to him? I would just. Well, it. I think his eyes are close, and it, so if your eyes are closed, it doesn't count. Listen, he just. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just helping. I'm just letting help in hand, Aaron. And Jeremy's right behind him. Jeremy Heilman oh. is right behind with he's his, such a uh, he's such hair. a little weasel, though. He really is, is such a little weasel. Is anyone changing this movie? Or are we getting are they <laughs> wait, I feel like they wear the same outfits the whole movie? Okay. Is it all in one day? Well, it's an overnight. We get one overnight. Yeah. Is, is it overnight? Wes disappears overnight. And then yeah. when you yeah, sure? when he gets home, yeah. Wait a second. Are you sure about that? Because she's still in the room and she's still exercising. It's like no. she, she's still wearing the no, same clothes. Veronica's back in her room. When the whole bra sequence, that's in her room because Aaron walks back into her room with Jeremy. Oh, I thought she was still in Wes's morning. room. I thought she was still in Wes's room. All yeah, right. So they were yanking and pranking all night. They came home. They're like, Wes, <laughs> let's party. Okay. All right. So two days. Yeah. So prank week is two days. <laughs> we can see this because then the next day when they're walking around, that's when they see the Vespa in the tree, and then that's when we find out the ghoulies really fully trashed and somehow threw it ten feet in a tree. Okay, so like, do they have like super strength? These ghoulies? I guess so. I don't know they, what they, they, do. they have. They have teleporting powers, right? They obviously have. They yeah. can teleport. Why can't they just teleport where the magazine is when he's not reading it? And take it, huh? I take or it right. Take it. Yeah. I mean, this scene when when he when he later on when he locks it into the drawer. Why can't they just tell it? They're small enough. Why can't they just teleport into the drawer? You're right. <laughs> why like, they use their powers that? wisely? They're not. Although no, not it seems like they're having a fun time, so maybe they don't want to go back. 
It's prank week. They are having a really good time. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get... They're having a great time. They're having their own pranks and yanks and cranks, you know? (laughs) So then we get the the cop Barkus. He goes, I can't believe you did that. And he goes, We didn't do it. You had to believe us. He's like, Hey, I'm always for one for a little teepee in the tree, you know, a little bombing with the butt wipe bouquet. <laughs> See, I think Bar- Barkus he has so many one liners. I feel too like yeah. it was too forced. Like everything he said was like a cliche. Was another just throw at your face one liner. And it's just ridiculous. And like a lot of them were obvious. Like when he hits his eye ahead and he goes, I'm going to keep my eye on you. This one. Like, you know, it just, it's just like, it's just so stupid. Like he's just, he was really just annoying character. Yeah. And he feels like that. Obviously skip and ZBT did that fact that he was like, okay, well you guys can just go. That's like a serious crime. They trashed the guy's thing, threw it into a tree and then no, nothing. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. And then I think you're right. Like talking about the ghoulies, the next scene, what are they doing when Ragnar summons them? They're shouting prank war and they have a sheep, <laughs> the same sheep that we see in the op- opening sequence that when we see Ron Schmidt's name uh, for his cin- cinematography, that's the first time you see his name is with that sheep hung on the flagpole. So maybe the ghoulies somehow did that or they were but, getting it down maybe. And, and okay. So when, when they're doing this kind of stuff, nobody sees these three ghoulies at all <laughs> like i mean like they're 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 literally like they're at they're, they're at the, the other frat in the in the garage they're 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 doing they're, they're stealing a goat they're, they're putting a, a a vespa in the tree like nobody sees three little creatures driving doing this golf cart around campus no. like crazy like, the- like <laughs> oh well, we'll get to the golf cart. We can talk about the golf cart for one second, and then I got to play one of our last clips. But uh, the fact that when you they do the close up on the golf I, cart, I, I know what you're going to say. We we see them move a little bit, and then when they're far away, they're not moving. But you see a person driving. <laughs> they didn't try to hide uh, either. <laughs> God, Barkus is such a freaking creep, dude. The the fact that he has to go to Aaron uh. in the sorority. And he says probably the cringiest lines ever. In a word, your panties. And he wears panties, so it makes sense that he wants her panties in a way, too. Not your panties, singular, your panties, plural. I'm here to warn you about the inevitable panty race. He looks like Sean Astin. He does. I just noticed it. (laughs) Chances are those guys are going to come in anyway. Those guys are going to get there. You can lock your house. Give me your panties. And I could take him home and keep him real safe. Oh, uh, she we'll should tell someone. And he calls his golf cart Bonnie. I, uh, he's such a weirdo. But the fact that he goes, I'll bring him back Monday. All right, Tuesday. All right, I'm back by Friday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But she's laughing at him. So she's not even creeped out. She just knows he's such a loser. You know, yeah. so oh, she that, wasn't really that creepy. Officer Barkus, that Barkus, and and then uh, he crashes the, you know, the ghoulies crash the golf cart, and God, and then skip again, skip Aaron again. This is like a cut tonight almost because Aaron's studying. Skip shows up to try to like woo her with like coffee. He has like coffee and like a weird little thing to be like, hey, I'm really sorry that Skip guy from the other night, you know. That's not me. I want you back. And then second, she's like, okay. So what about friggin' 
Jeremy. She's just like, he's forgotten now. Was he just a pawn in well, her game? Did she say she didn't hook up on him? She said she, she said she didn't do anything. Well, no, right. I know that, but okay. So she listen. She was probably just using Jeremy to make him jealous, and that's it. Yeah, you know, clearly there aren't any. There really aren't many options. So you know, you got to you got to kind of be a little uh, lenient on you give know, being Mook mad. a chance. You know, Mook's probably a good guy. He's the second fiddle of skit. Mook looks like he's never going to graduate. He just looks like fraternity life is like forever life. Like he's going to be the guy that's going to keep coming back, you know, and partying with the, the younger guys. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get Ragnar's secretary, which Ragnar. is Miss Boggs, played by Marsha Wallace. She's and a million so bajillion so things. So many things. Great character actress. And Always the same character. The f- Always. And this is why I forgot. This was in Ragnar. It, right? This is when he says, hey, you need to get me the pranking crown that happened like a few scenes the last time they met. So when they showed up into the office, when Mrs. Boggs is like right there, they dropped the pranking crown into his lap. Right. And it says is that a pranking crown in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? Why would that mean he's happy to see her? <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Cause if, if like, yeah, that line. See, a lot of these lines were like silly, funny, but like that one made absolutely no sense. Oh, so no, no. There's a lot of them that they took a traditional funny line, right? And they just like swapped in words and tried to do Mad Libs. But this is like the thing that makes no sense about Ragnar. He wants the pranking crown, and then then when he summons them to bring the pranking crown, he goes, "Okay, since you have to do whatever I say, kill me. I want you all to kill me." And they're like, "Yeah, hey, what's going on with this guy? This guy's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> and then I he goes, he was you can't about. kill me. And he brings the lighter up to pretend to burn the mag. I'm like, wait, what's like, this? This guy's crazy. He, well, he's definitely crazy. But like, what was it? Like, why was he? What was that whole scene about? Like, what was his point for that scene? Like, I, I was, I was really confused about this whole part. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it made no sense. He even said, "Don't kill me or I'll rip the magazine." And then this is where I mentioned it happened before, but it was right now when the ghoulie makes fun of the plot of the movie. He goes, oh, man, I can't believe you knew that. And one of them goes, ah, dingleberries, because it is that silly of of the whole friggin' thing. In the, and the fact that how late is it at night? We're at another night. So it's like the second night late. Right. Why is Miss Box still there? And the fact that she walks in and says, professor, are, are you OK? Well, maybe they, they both live there. Because we knew he lives there, so she probably lives in uh, you know next door, you know. So I, yeah, you know, it just I don't know. You know, there's I don't think there's any cursing in this movie. There's I like it. No. Things, so like easily you could have said something else. So like li- like why would you make this an R-rated movie? I think it could have probably done better if you promoted it as a like a family movie because it could have been no boobs, Jamie. No, uh, okay. Munchies and have boobs. That's uh, a family movie. <laughs> barely <laughs> barely well i think i think because this movie was made in 91 it was still part of the 80s contract that there had to be boobs oh. in there yeah you had to leave a couple of your cushion you had to follow the rules yeah but how how about the fact that she sneezes oh <laughs> and i guess that, uh, that might have been richard, richard kind that might have been the cat ghoulie that said give a tissue and Dude, this is a, another one breaking the fourth wall. She, they go, oh my god, is she famous? And one, one of them says, oh yeah, she was on Newhart. 
Was she on New York? <laughs> yeah, she was on New York. She was uh, the secretary. Was she the secretary for Bob Newhart or for the dentist? It had to be because she plays like a secretary or a teacher in yeah. every single thing she does. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, it, first of all, I think the ghoulies get a bad rep because they, they seem like they're kind of nice. You know, like they are. Well, they're not guys. They're, they're, I still think they're poop. I think they're poop monsters. <laughs> Because, I mean, why are they coming out of the toilet? So, I, you know, I think so. But I feel like they're they're forced to do things that they don't want to do. So they're innocent. I think in, in a court of law. They are. Nick, what do you think? If they want to do a court, they, I think, what do you think? Not guilty? Guilty if for any of these crimes. Well, let me ask you this, then. The ghoulies speak in this movie, right? They're in SAG. Are, Richard okay. kind of got a credit for this. Okay. 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 So there you go. So they're in SAG. But do so you think they'd be found found guilty, or well, oh. or would they be not guilty for it? Wait, <laughs> Nick, I think. Wait, wait, what was? The, I'm sorry. Well, I, I think they'd be guilty, probably, right? <laughs> well, then, well, if they're guilty, then that means well, Ragnar's telling them what to do, right? They have no control yeah, well, over anything. If someone tells you to kill someone, you kill them. You're gonna say. Well, I'm not guilty. He told me to do it. But they're poop. And then they and then their defense so attorney would be great. There's, there's, there's different laws for poop. There's different laws for poop, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, can since the ghoulies are poop monster, do they get jury duty? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We're done. We're closing up shop. We're starting our fourth year, and this is where we're at right now. <laughs> Listen, oh, based on the jokes that are inside this movie, you're gonna have jokes on the outside of this movie like yeah. that. So, because that would be a line in there. <laughs> yeah. So Mrs. Boggs they killed. They rip her tongue out of her mouth. Well, and they don't. They, they don't rip it out. They just stretch it. Well, they stretch it really far. <laughs> so far that when we see her later, it's wrapped around her body multiple know, times. 30, <laughs> yeah, like thirty times. Because and she's in a king tut. Money, mummy, sarcophagus. Where'd that come from? Is that humanities? Maybe. Maybe that's where he sleeps. That's where, <laughs> that's where Ragnar sleeps. That would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense if he slept. Here is my last clip of the movie because we're getting to the the, the panty raid. Oh. So then we get Ver- Veronica when she goes back. All her friends. I guess that's the leader of the sorority. She's like, you know, the boys are going to be here. They're here for one thing, panties. And they're like all pumped. And in that part, right? They're wearing clothes, right? No. They're, in, oh, and they're part, already in brown panties? No. I think they're in robes and like they're. Uh, okay. They're but let me look. Okay, before we go any further, I mean, I, 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 maybe this was an 80s thing. I don't, I never saw a panty raid. But wouldn't the simple thing would be to take your panties out of the drawer and hide them somewhere? Like so, if if you know panty raids are happening, let's leave them in the same spot that we know that they're going to be every single time, so they know where to go. Like if you just took well, them out and yeah, no, this is a question I had because when we see Veronica getting peeped on by two groups of three guys who that were kind of like similar guys in a way, well, guys and ghoulies was one group. She had a whole basket full of panties that wasn't hers, right? Okay, so I, that was my next question. Was like so uh, when. Girls. So is that how women 
wash their undergarments? Is it just just panties alone? Because you can't mix it how with you, like. How a... would you know? Like, okay, Tina, you can only wear wear teal. <laughs> Tina teal. Maybe Linda green. Label. You have to initial your label. <laughs> and we Some know they're so skinny. I don't know if you can write your name on it. Some of the, well, you know a lot about female panties. No, I'm just saying, like, I Veronica probably wears like spaghetti thin straps. So she, you're gonna have an opportunity. How how many? Okay, if there's if there's a Veronica there, how many other V names are going to be in the sorority? Vicky. So you, you you think Venus? there's you you think there's going to be if you have a Veronica, you think there's possible? I don't think I've ever seen more than one V in one in one place of names. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of V's in a sorority. See? (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) No, but uh, no, the fact that in this scene that she goes into a room, like basically like just blasts through everyone. Is that your assistant? Uh, No, my my backdrop is falling on top of me right now. I think it's a ghoulie. I think it's a (laughs) ghoulie. There's a ghoulie oh, behind no. you? I think a ghoulie's yanking me. Well, a ghoulie's me. yanking and cranking you? <laughs> cranking you? <laughs> a ghoulie could be yanking you. They, could, they seem uh, like... They could be into that. The rat ghoulie can seem like he's a yanker. I, I, I really don't want a, a ghoulie to yank me. <laughs> In college, you never know. It gets, it gets late. Well, the pet you, you, you know, you're, if there's no one left at the bar and it's only a ghoulie. You gotta take the ghoulie on. Come on, ghoulie. <laughs> Come on, Rat Ghoulie. No, but in that scene, the fact that she like just blows past everyone, goes in. Well, she's excited. Yeah, she, she's oh ex- my God. She, she wants it. She's, I mean, like she opens the window. Like oh, she's yeah. like, this is like, this is probably her favorite night of the year. Like, Some we, like it hot. The, the song was pretty cool. It's funny. A lot of these songs on the soundtrack, I think that song and another one are by an artist that had other things. But the song that I love at the end, the Doug in the Pontiacs, that was like a song that was made. I, I couldn't find anything about that band. That soundtrack never got a full because release. They're probably not a real band. That makes me sad. They're Doug and the Pontiacs. Listen, you, have, you already have Doug and the Slugs. You need another na- named band? Why not? Why Why do you need Doug and the Slugs is, is probably the worst that's name, name possible. Oh, oh a no, it's a good name. name. You remembered it, Doug. It rhymes, Doug in the slugs. If you take the Doug out of it, now you got it. Now you got a you know good band name. The slugs, the slugs. No, the slugs. <laughs> so, so the the fact that the creepy cop is watching oh, her shake in like she's wearing like black, uh, black bra and panties, and he's peeping. Almost reminds me of like a little Nicky with uh, what's his name in the tree. He's like panting. Like who's a dog. the hero here? She yeah, and who's the hero? Well, the ghoulies. The ghoulies chainsaw, but they don't have a chainsaw. We hear a chainsaw. It's an axe. It's I think oh a little saw. Okay, because you hear they're ghoulies. Again, they're they're like uh, what's his face mechanic. They they can find some things. They probably don't have like they're ghoulies. They probably have pockets that like they, they can pull out anything you know when they need it. Yeah. And the ghoulies are so into it. They're like, yeah, baby. They're like making all these sounds. And who's in the other window that we see? The three frat guys are at the same time. In my head, in the, when they all go into the house, 
when Veronica like teases them by taking off her she like goes out of the hall right and takes her panties off and shows them or maybe it's a bra and just shows the finger right. holding them and they go in i really thought the other guys were going at the same time and they were gonna like see each other uh, which would have been funny right. but no the guys go in and get beat up by pillows no no before we just get it a little involved in this one so I just thought of this. So these ghoulies find these girls attractive, even though they're like a different species and like, they don't look like I, I why would they find them attractive? Cause like you, like, cause we're, we're looking at ghoulies the way ghoulies look. So wouldn't yeah. you think that we would look ugly to the ghoulies? I don't know. Veronica is every <laughs> species. So you, think, like, so you think any species Veronica, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, Veronica. So like, oh, she definitely would. I mean, I don't think there's anything stopping her. And I'm surprised, <laughs> honestly, in this movie, I'm surprised she didn't hook up with one of the ghoulies. That would be great. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was probably she a deleted I, scene. Uh, uh, like that should be like one of the end scenes. Like it, what you know, if I mean, like a Veronica, she should just like le- like maybe like leaving with one of you know. She goes, you know what? <laughs> yeah. We're 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 gonna get we're gonna be together for a while, and then she goes with Cat Ghoulie. <laughs> Oh my god! So then the other guys are getting like you said, like man, they're getting beat by these girls that are naked. What pillows? Why are they naked? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, for our um, self, yes, they're naked. But why for a panty? They're trying to defend themselves. They're they're actually annoyed. Like they're annoyed that these guys come here every year for the panty raid. So why are they giving free gifts out when they're trying to re- technically stop the panty raid? I think maybe to distract them. So then they're like, wow, this is amazing. And then, then they strip the guys. They take all their clothes and make them leave naked. Right. They turn the tables. No, I know. I know that. But I, you don't think there's, there's other things they could have done to distract them. Like th- that was the best, you know, because, again, they do seem annoyed about the panty raid. So I, I they do seem annoyed. Yeah. But so the. the- the fact that this movie has this scene, the f- the ghoulies go into the shower, and while this panty raid's going on, you have three naked girls sh- showering. We get the lines, I got a half a chubby, and what a nice derriere. And then you get a funny, a joke that has been done a million bajillion times in cartoons, and I and it was even in the Little Rascals a few years after this, was the ghoulies doing probably one of the funniest things oh. that I've well, seen. It also, they also did it in the Muppets. In a movie. In the Muppets, yes. The Muppet Man, yep. Muppet Man was so, the best. So the fact that they all get on top of each other, <laughs> they are doing the three kids in a trench coat. And then they're trying to hide. Like, the bottom ghoulies still sticking out. <laughs> and he says, "I." one of them says, I've seen this in a movie. The other one says, who cut the cheese? And you two, cut it out right now. look at them. And now that looks like a glass door. Uh, it does kind of. But, but look at his face. Oh, honey, I'm home. Honey, I'm so, home. Richard Kind. And cheats are he's sucked off. And then she gets dumped back, and then this line. So she died by plunger. She died. She died by plunger. 
That says that on the death certificate. Yeah. Back by plunger. By plunger. Oh I mean, but but all they did was stretch her face. Like they like there wasn't anything like unless she died from hitting her head. And why'd she die with her feet up in the air? That was <laughs> so that, like you know. <laughs> and and if you're like I I, I do appreciate the callback to the end and uh the shower scene from <laughs> that, that what that definitely was a psycho moment. But yeah, you're you're at a college. Why would you have clear like you know, a bath uh, curtains. Like, don't you want any kind of privacy? They should, but for us, I, no, no, I know. Why would you just have it? And the fact that they're all, the fact that, where the other two girls go? Were the ghoulies hiding yep. when they, we know like, like we they know just disappear? She's taking a long shower. Like, are they sharing the water bill? Because she, she was taking a more long of a cup. And why, and why were they walking as a human? Because they were <laughs> Clear, like that was pointless, also because obviously they, they could have just thrown it at her. They have, but like they were all they weren't hiding. Like they're all three faces were showing through the jacket. It would have been funny if they pretended to be West and said, "Hey, baby, it's West," <laughs> or something. No, they just wanted to kill her. Why her? I don't understand that. They yeah. were. They said, "I have a half a chub," and you're gonna kill this girl yeah, they within seconds. Right? Yeah, that made no sense. Is it like yeah. that horror trope no that it, like if you have sex you die? Because she was she was trying to have sex the whole movie. Is it that? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's got to be some kind of rule like that because she really wasn't part of the deal of they're, they're supposed to go after Wes and them, right? They're not supposed to go out. Not Wes. Um, Skip. Uh, Skip in the fraternity. Yeah. yeah. So it made no sense for this kill. Yeah. Why were they even there? They should have been at either the fraternity houses. Yeah. Unless they thought because it's panty raid this is where we could find one of them but they didn't uh, even kill one of them maybe in their mind panty raid means kill someone with a plunger while they're showering <laughs> maybe that's ghouly that's for <laughs> yeah. so then we cut to so Aaron finds out from Jeremy that the prank crown got stolen because in this scene before the gamma guys are talking oh when he finds this uh, inflatable doll that's when they say, hey, let's blow it up and t- check out the holes and test it out. Ugh. And then that's when they see the prank crown is gone. So Aaron, who they were supposed to have their date tonight, she calls it off because she goes, I can't believe you did that. And he goes, no, I didn't do that. Why would I do that? And this is when he turns on his buddies kind of. He's like, I'm done with the pranks. I want to get back Aaron. And this is where you see Matthew Lillard. Again, this is like the first time I saw his full right. face to me that I was like, holy shit, that's him. He was like walking towards the camera at this part. Yeah, this is uh, well, this is where things got a little weird because oh, very weird because Ragnar goes crazy. Well, Ragnar goes crazy, but so does the, the Zapka. He, he he starts. He becomes a murderer also. Dude, he sets up a bo- uh, okay. he sets up a thing to blow up Ragnar's desk, and at the same time, Ragnar's like, hey, "Today we're going to talk about evil and power. What do you think about evil and power?" And Aaron's like, "I think goodness can beat evil and power." And he goes, "Well, you're wrong." <laughs> and doesn't he get really close to her? Doesn't he get oh, like he, re- gets, uh, he gets creepy close to her, right? Creepy, and so yeah. yeah, yeah, a little foreshadowing to how creepy he gets later, uh, but. Uh. And then Skip, when he gets kicked out of class after the the wire that when Ragnar grabs the wire that leads from his desk to the like 
what seems like Skip is the one that set it off. The thing is so plasticky the way he grabs it and it seems like it wouldn't even work. And then when he kicks him out of the class, Skip has like a little speech. He's like, I don't know who the hell has been setting us up all week. Cause that's obviously what the ghoulies have been doing. But wouldn't a skip have seen the wire go right through his desk when he walked in? Oh yeah. No, sure. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cranker, yanker, pranker. He should look out for those things. And again, clearly, I mean, it's a pretty big wire when he's like creepy, like pulling it, trying to like, first of yeah. all, it wasn't like, it's like, you know, you do something like that. It's, it's like a hidden wire, like under dirt and you're lifting it up and you're walking around. This is clearly out in the open. I don't think he had to lift it to follow the trail. I think it clearly went right to skip that. <laughs> yeah. You know, People I don't like, you know. probably tripped over it. Going to, <laughs> it wasn't even like deep down <laughs> they had a loose wire and they couldn't like figure it out. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. And then we do get, uh, and then from there, we all the frat follows him out of class after he gets kicked out by Ragnar. And then we cut to one of the ghouls. He's doing a very, very like racist Indian voice. Uh-oh. He says the line, in with the good air, out with the bad. <laughs> God, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. And then this is where he like fully quits the frat. He says to Mook, I'm done with this. I want Aaron back. And he and Mook like leaves, but he leaves him with the the goofy glue gun. Which is what is that? Is that a thing? Was that a thing back then? I, I don't think so, because wouldn't the glue like harden? If it's not in well, the glue. I'm sure it's in, I'm sure it's in a tube that gets pushed, like if you push on like a thing, but I've never heard of uh, that. I they just fill the water like a water gun with glue. Oh, the, the way it shoots, yeah. the way it squir- uh, squirts, it's squirting like a water gun. Oh, no, it does. No, it totally looks like that. But the fact that it's squ- called Goofy Glue. Well, that's well. They, they can't use. They can't say Elmer's group. They don't have the <laughs> the rights. So <laughs> Elmer's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want to be associated <laughs> with this, this, this movie. Involved, <laughs> we don't want to be involved with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get. Oh my gosh, dude! So Skip is. How about when he says the line, what else can go wrong today after all his buddies leave? And he's just sitting there with the goofy glue gun. And then we cut to Ragnar. He goes, I want you to kill. (laughs) This is is when he just goes bat. You know, he's just, he's done. Like he's just becomes a murderer. And it's it's like, he turns it on so fast. Like he was, again, this is a Dean of school. And now he wants to murder a student. Now tell me you you can't say you this part when everything he says they repeat and he oh. goes are you just repeating everything I'm saying oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and he goes and he says ghoulies have small dicks and he goes and they look at each other they go Ragnar has a small dick <laughs> you know I, I think it maybe it just they were they it was just so poorly made you know like I don't know well. I'll get to that for my review at the end. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Okay. Good. <laughs> so Jeremy is telling right. the gammas what happened. Yeah. No, they just weren't like to look at them was like upsetting. Like, like, I don't know. I know they were supposed to be ghouly, but like, just make them a little bit more pleasant on the eye. There, and I think- there's literally a scene when, you know, when one puppet turns to hit the other puppet, his hat falls off fish ghouly. Like the hat falls off. <laughs> And it, it just looks so ridiculous because it's it just clearly it's just sitting there. 
You know, like like then the, the, there's no mo- like there's no motion to these ghoulies. Like it just like no. ah, all right. They're hand puppets. <laughs> That's what they look like. There was well, potential. Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get Jeremy. He's telling the gammas what happened, and Aaron overheard it. The fact that he did, you know, he set everything up, and she pours hot coffee on his dick. <laughs> Like, that seems pants. very violent. Oof. That seems pretty violent to do. I mean, Jesus. yeah. And I'm assuming if, if that's hot coffee, he's he's scarred for life. Yeah, that's you don't. Rec- I don't think you can recover from that. No, you're done, man. You are. You are done. because think about think about this. I mean, so if he has scarring, every time something happens, it's going to stretch the scarring. And that's going to be painful. Good thing, good thing the really, really hot girl in the movie is death by plunger because he won't, he won't have to worry about seeing her and just like, you know, getting a semi. <laughs> but man, this whole scene. And then after that, he's even more pissed, which I don't know why he's pissed at Skip for Aaron. It like infuriates him about the crown because he still thinks that he took like the prank crown. But this line when he goes, Okay, man, I can cook something up in the lab like a stink bomb. And he goes, make it a stink bomb. <laughs> That's what his line is. Back to his buddy. <laughs> like ridiculous. But they don't make a stink bomb. Well, no, it looks like something from Acme that Wiley Coyote. It's, it's spy versus spy versus spy bomb. Yes. It's basically what it, it's a, like why what made them think? When they're making this movie, you know what? We're going to do a, let's do like the most comical bomb scene. Yeah. Like, really, like that was just such a joke. Like, I it was like, oh, it's so ridiculous. Jesus. And then we go from Aaron now, I guess, because she knows that Skip didn't do that prank. And even though the prank crown part, now she like believes him because what are they doing? They're having sex what? with a dirt double. <laughs> and like what are you what are you doing with that like i'm trying i was trying to figure Skin. out okay <laughs> well, considering that it's like very <laughs> squared off and very like thin i i don't know i don't really don't know what you're doing uh, with that I, i'm, I'm just, guessing it was for her <laughs> even even so it's like i i don't like I don't know. It just seems weird. Anybody <laughs> listening ever used a dustbuster in the bedroom? I, I would like instru- I, I would like instructions. Of, you know, how to <laughs> well, it's probably in the ghoulish magazine. <laughs> the ghoulish it's probably like, it's, it's like when you see the comics, there's always like those ridiculous ads in the back. Like there's always a page of all those. Probably the ad for like a, a sex du- uh, dust, whatever. Dust, <laughs> yeah. It's right next to the, the sea monkeys. And... Uh... <laughs> The pet rock. Uh, They're all there. (laughs) And then this is when uh, Jeremy's right-hand man shows up with a comically-sized bomb. And the ghoulies don't... I guess they didn't get a photo of who Skip Carter is. Because when he walks in, he's holding this bomb. And he goes, yeah, I just got to find this Skip Carter. And they go, ooh, Skip Carter? And they hit him with a frying pan. And he's dead. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Did they in, in the first two movies? Do they use weapons or do they kill them by themselves, like with their 
monster teeth and all that stuff. I don't like, th- no, they're not comical. They they don't talk. They're okay, but, but I mean, but still, like, do they use weapons to kill or are they like just trying to think? I'm, I've seen the first one. I've seen the. I just recently watched the second one. No, I think they just use themselves. No, they That's, do do weapons. No, they do. No, they definitely use weapons that are around them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I feel like they, like they seem passive in a way in this movie, and they're just like you well, know, these like, are silly. These are like comics. They're like what what is great about sequels they have to like like jump the shark when you get to the third or fourth movie and they really did do they talk in the fourth movie jim winorski did that one i don't know but there's a woman in leather in it i know i don't so know the, the trailer the trailer looks bonkers it looks ridiculous yeah i don't know for which one the- yes the fourth one yeah they actually made a fourth one <laughs> so so they light the bomb and <laughs> throw it out the window Okay, and then it lands in the creepy cop's cart, and when it explodes, we see a dummy sitting there. Okay, and it explodes on the dummy like that's a big explosion. Then cut to the guy; he's just a little burnt. He he's like a cartoon. <laughs> he he, you know what? He's like Wiley e. Coyote. He is. Because he literally everything keeps happening to him, and he seems to be fine every single time. Yeah, he's fine every time. And you know, back to the bomb. We, so they they clearly talked about making a bomb in the science lab, but how do you make a bomb like that? That's a bomb you purchase. That's a bomb you purchase, but in the science lab they had the casing of that. Is it's that like a scientific like, thing? That molding that mold, mold, mold. <laughs> so so you say that? So is it bowling ball bomb? It looks like a bowling ball. It it's, a, it's bigger than a bowling ball, but eh, it's spy versus spy, without a doubt. That's the bomb yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this is where the movie like sort of like picks up and like this is like I would say the final act because right from here this is where they go to Ragnar's office because oh yeah because he wants to because he says to her after they're dust bustering each other he looks at her and says <laughs> you heard Jeremy say that will you talk to Ragnar and oh let's go right now no and then no, they no, go, no he says he's not going to believe me so she goes but he'll believe me yeah. yes so and let me go with you her, yeah right yeah. So then they go into the office. They don't hear him. And then if I don't hear something, is the first thing I do opening up a mummy's tomb? Because they open the mummy's tomb. And then you see you know, Miss Boggs with a, a tongue wrapped around her head like 20 times. She falls on the ground. And, dude, and then they get into the hallway. Jeremy's there. And what the? this whole scene makes no sense. Skip is like a wuss and getting held back. And who breaks away? Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's well. I mean, and and they're gonna beat him up. And this, but well, he's not. Well, first of all, he's not a wimp because what he does after. Well, he does that. He turns into the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he does, he, tur- he, t- he turns into the Hulk. No, he turns into like Hulk Hogan. Like he's almost like he does, he does the shake, and he, now yeah. he's like yeah. But like yeah, like what's the point of like? The, so now they're gonna beat him. First, they want to kill him, and now beat him up like. They they're taking this whole thing because of the hat, literally. It's all, all over, yeah, all over stupid hat. But I love it. He's like, Aaron, go, go get help. And when she runs, she hits the guy, runs away. And then Jeremy goes, "Don't worry, you want to be here for this." And then that's when they start punching him. Aaron happens to run into the library, but looks like a bar because she runs past Ragnar, who's sitting in an area that looks like a bar. And don't forget, he lives there. <laughs> he lives here. Yes. <laughs> sure, it's his house. I. I did laugh when she called <laughs> the lady's like pissed off. Be like, Hey lady, this is four Oh one. What are you doing? So stupid. 
So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> God, and then obviously Ragnar comes behind her when she figures out, oh, the four is nowhere near the nine. So I don't know how she accidentally did it. If it was like maybe eight one one or six one one, that'd be funny. But well, she's, one is, she's panicking, so um, her brain wasn't course. thinking clearly, you know. And she dialed four one one. And there's no I, math classes at this college. There's only science right. and humanities, so. right? So I think anyone in her shoes, you know, would would do the same thing. That's true. No, no, no. I, I agree and then she's held back she gets like strapped to this table he gets creepy this is like ridiculous yeah he's right on top of her the ghoulies are right there the fact that the ghoulie actually saw a ghoulie in this movie no. that, that lived no, the, well, no, oh, other the, people that saw lived, them that lived, that but saying the fact that she saw the ghoulie and he blocked her near the, the library like when in between the bookshelves what was the point of cutting her clothes the way they did <laughs> like that seemed like that seemed weird. Like yeah. like like they gave her just gave her a jungle new design. Woman. Like nothing. The what? It, it was like a jungle woman. Like, it wasn't like in the comic book that if there was like a sacrifice that could happen for something, there was like no purpose. No. To it, because the only Not thing, like Ragnar's purpose in this movie was ending prank week. That was his whole goal. Well, that was the original goal. Now I, I just think he wants to be King Ghoulie. Like he wants to be King, king of the Ghoulies. Ghoulie Ghoulie. <laughs> Ghoulie, Ghoulie. <laughs> Ghoulie. That would be good. They had that scene. By by uh, Doug and the Mechanics or whatever. The <laughs> what, what, yeah. <laughs> Doug and the Pontiacs. <laughs> <laughs> so then the fact that we hear like her screaming. And this one, Jeremy says, hey, that bitch ain't worth it. And then Skip, hearing that line, you're right. He turns into Hulk Hogan. He gets out. And then he runs into well, the library where he, she's tied he, in. He doesn't just get out. He pulls a a, a, a Jackson or what's it from? Uh, he basically, from American Ninja. Yeah. He beat the five guys. Yeah, and he, he knocks them all out. He knocks all five guys out. <laughs> Did you laugh when? <laughs> yeah, he does. You're right, Nick. He takes out two guys with one punch. Yeah. Sits the library and he, and he sees Ragnar on top and he like breaks through the door and he is again he's in and he's a superhero and what does he have on him? The goofy glue gun and he shoots them all and I guess they don't know what glue is because as soon as it hits them they cover their eyes and what happens? It obviously gets stuck to their face. You and wouldn't cover your up. eyes. You wouldn't cover your eyes if someone's shooting glue in your I eyes. Do. I turn. I turn around. Yeah, but would you rather get it in your hands than in your eyes? I'd rather get it in the back of my head. I turn around real quick. Well, you don't know it's glue though. Like if someone's shooting something in your eyes, you 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 automatically turn around so you can't look at them. It's not like in my eyes. I'm like, it's not like my brain is deciphering. Oh, is this gonna hurt me? Is this vinegar? Is this acid? So you, I'm gonna so, turn around. So your first thing is if someone's shooting something at you, turn around because A quick. You know, so A little one eighty. But what is that gonna do? You don't know it's glue. I don't know what it is. So why? So I'd rather have it in the back of my head. I don't want to lose my vision. Okay, so they turn around now. They just sneak up on you and just stab you in the back. <laughs> don't you want to see like every moment? Like you don't know it's glue. It makes no sense. Hey, that's how I deal with you know, glue. in a situation have, where I love you're the first one to die, but a real knife. <laughs> there was a real knife. Uh, <laughs> it was for glue, but a but a, but a steak knife. 
<laughs> oh, you said steak knife. It was steak oh, knife. Oh. What kind of knife was it? I don't know. Oh. I thought you said steak <laughs> knife. That's, that's, well, again, they're, they're at Ragnar's home, so they probably picked up a steak knife. Oh, they're probably, probably in the that. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. So then we get like a little skip versus Ragnar for a few seconds, and w- what happens to him? Like, what causes him to be electrocuted? Yeah, I that made no sense either. I was questioning. I thought I missed too. something. I went back for a second. No, I'm like, you wait, didn't, you did didn't. he do something different? You, it was almost like the ghoulie. He didn't summon something different. No, it's not like he said something in order because all his his body looked like Troll Two, the end yeah. of Troll Two. Yeah, it looked like just like a heap of goop sitting there. That's it. It it, it reminded me of a uh, RoboCop. You know, he turned to like that mush, like it's, yeah. you know, but. Was it it? Was it? Well, I think it's because Aaron told Skip about the power, and then that's what happens. But it's not like Skip did anything different. Oh, no. Skip did say kill Ragnar. But would that have been their way to kill someone? They use a frying pan or a plunger. But in this case, they're going to use electrocution. (laughs) Well, he, but he was the ultimate beast. So I guess they had to use something a little bit more powerful. But did you think the movie was almost over now at this point? I kind of did. I, yeah. yeah, I thought so too. I thought so. I thought like, all right, you know, like it's, you know, I thought like, all right. But part of me also, because I thought they mentioned something earlier, again, when he was trying to say, kill me, that he could, he, if they combined to him or something like that, like I thought there was something that they mentioned earlier. So I was like, I wasn't sure, but I thought it was over, but I'm like, could it be? I bet you Jamie started cracking his knuckles. He's like, oh, time to go to bed. And then he's getting ready to turn it off. And then they're sitting there, Aaron, and they're talking about the dead friend. <laughs> they're talking about like Wes. Oh, finally. Wes. It only took them three days to start worrying about him. <laughs> I mean, it, this has to be three days later. And now they're worried about, how about the girl? They haven't mentioned the fact that she's <laughs> yeah. missing. It's like nobody Veronica found Ray. her. Or like, that's what I was saying. Like when they killed those other people, like, the buddy they hit by the firing pin, he's in their kitchen. He's yeah. like feet away. And here's the thing that makes no sense. So at this part, they're at their fraternity right now, right? No, they're still, aren't they still? I thought they were still there. No, oh, they, no, they, they, they go back. They go back to the house. Right. They go back to the okay. house. So this was, oh, uh, this yeah. makes zero sense to me because they're back at the house. Uh, Jeremy comes in. And then at the same time, we cut back and we see. Uh, one of the ghoulie hands come out of the, the green pus. Right. And then that's where we get the door broken open. And I'm like, wait, did, did they forget that they're at, they're at the fraternity? Because it seemed like it was so weird the way that thing like got up. And then you saw the door like explode. The door <laughs> exploded. It was such a bizarre, bizarre thing. Like I loved the, the, the effects there is where the whole budget went. The oh, fact that the, the, the animatronics, which probably had like, because the eyebrows were moving, the eyes were moving, the mouth was moving. Dude, that must have been like four people perfectly like synchronized swimming. The way they were able to move it with his lips, it was so good. Yeah, no, that was that was been pretty impressive for based on what we saw the whole movie. Yeah, just to see this, I w- I was impressed. And, Did you and, love that he was wearing the well, prank crown? You know, you know what though? When they, yeah, but when they had, when his hand came out before you saw him, I thought he was going to look like a ghoulie. Like I thought he was going to look like a life-size ghoulie. I did yeah. not expect to look like the way he looked. 
Like I That's thought it'd been, it would have been fun. He would have looked like uh, the thing from uh, what is it called? A uh, Bill and Ted Part Two. The oh, the, the stations, stations. I something like that. Yeah. Like yeah, but no, no, not that. <laughs> this, is, this is almost like the thing, right? It like, is. Like, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, just the way that mouth is like moving at the same time, and I love that. This is where I think Aaron again like reminds of the logic of it and he has no idea like what to do with it right because when he's talking he looks at the comic and then magically on the comic book there's the same mouth that was on his stomach talking for a second he gets like scared and then what does he do there's no fight no nothing he just flushes it down the toilet but my favorite line that he says when he closes the door and aaron says what is that (laughs) he goes that's our humanity's proof But again, the old flush. You put the ghoulie, the ghoulish magazine, the comic book, down the toilet. You flush it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Well, first of all, the one thing I did not like about the monster is it was hard to understand him when he was speaking. It was like, it was just like, you. Cu- I couldn't like hear him. I, I don't know, it was the music or whatever, but it was hard. But if I'm a ghoulie and the the toilet bowl is the place where that could bring me back to where I don't want to go. How about breaking the toilet bowl? Smart. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, you know, clearly that would have solved many problems. No, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I just thought of it just now. <laughs> no, that is that's so good. But no, and then like we talked about, they're talking about Veronica. Cause I think this is where Aaron mentions Veronica. And this is where skip mentions, uh, Wes again, and then the cop shows Jeremy has the dynamite on him because he's all still burnt. So Jeremy has that comic, comic, uh, dynamite on him that he was gonna because they were gonna frame Skip into looking like he was the one that blew up that 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 dynamite looked more real than a stupid bomb. So, like, why? Oh, yeah, so why didn't they use the dynamite in the first place? I know, and where did where did he get that from? Science lab. <laughs> I want to see the science lab. <laughs> it's Wiley Coyote. He's the professor. <laughs> I love that. So Aaron and then from here, Skip and Aaron kiss, and the frat guys come back and they're like, and this is where the fat guy says the line that I really hate. Because first he says, You won't believe our night, and then the fat guy goes, Hey, you got the crown. You didn't hear? They had an emergency vote and we won. And I'm like, what? What just happened? They just had an emergency. It's prank week. I'm sure they have like a special day that they do it. It's like a big deal. So there should be like a ceremony. But then they. Who's voting? Don't even tell Who, who's voting? Exactly. And also they don't tell their friends. We had a wild night. Oh, yeah. And Wes is dead. And so is Veronica. No, they do a little mook man. Skip man, and they hug. I expected something a little different here, and oh, I was surprised. Well, I was thinking because she was there also, and he wanted out. I thought he was going to put as he picked up the crown, he was going to put it yeah. on Mook. Yeah, I thought. Oh, uh, that would have been good. That, right, because now he's saying like, you know, Mook, you deserve this. I'm on my way out. I'm. I got the girlfriend now. I'm out of the fraternity. Mook, you're so into the pranks. Like that to me would have been the ending. 
Like yeah, instead of him putting it on there, which she got mad at him the entire movie because of all the pranks that he was doing before he was getting in trouble. Why is she okay with it now? And she's smirking and right. she's like smiling when right. they're in birth. It absolutely it made no sense. So giving it to Mook, especially since they had a problem in the middle, which we just, we, we went over, like we didn't, we didn't really discuss, like Mook was upset by him that I think like the crown putting it on Mook and Mook would have been like, like thrilled. I think that should have been the ending. And then we get the Doug and the Pontiacs party song. Come on. And then the final shot of the movie. What is it? A ghoulies arm coming out of the toilet bowl, crushing a Miller like can boom credits, man. This, there was a lot to unpack with this one. So let's go to our guest first. Nick, would you recommend somebody to watch Ghoulies go to college? After after all of it, you know what? I would. I mean, it's an experience. I mean, it's it's nothing like you'll ever see before. Or completely different types of movies. Um, it's got some funny laughs. It's got some good laughs. Um, you you could tell they were trying to do something. Was, I mean, <laughs> come off really 100% correct, but um, yeah, I mean, it's got laughs, it's got some boobs. I'd watch it, I'd, I'd recommend it. Ugh. Jamie, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, well, you know, my answer. I, you know, yes, yeah. it's, got, it's got laughs, it's got boobs, but so do 90 <laughs> other movies that you could choose over Ghoulies 3. You know, I I just feel like as an adult, I feel dumber watching this movie because it just, again, the ghoulies look so ridiculous. And I don't know what they're, what, I don't know the target audience for this movie because it's so childish. Like the movie, the jokes is such a child movie. You take the boobs out, family movie. You add the boobs, now it's an adult movie. And it's like, it's not a horror movie because there's nothing scary at all. The, the kills are not gross. There's no blood. There's like the silly kills. So I don't know wh- what they're aiming for. And I, I, I really can't see an adult paying money to watch this. And if you are paying money to watch this, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I, I, there's many other movies you go pay money to watch. So I'm going to say no. I, 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 I can't. I can't. I, I can't. No. You're not, you're not, twist, you're not turning my, my head on this one. I can't. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Five minutes into this movie, right after the, the, the Kane Hodder scene, I was texting Doug. I said, I'm not in this movie five minutes. And I'm already, <laughs> I, I had, I, I sent him a meme of jumping out of the window. Like, yeah, this, and I was like, literally, yeah, and literally it was five, it was five Oh six into the movie. And I'm already jumping out of the window. So I, I knew what I was getting myself into. I had to stop it like three times to get through it. Um, you know, maybe if I'm in my 20s again, you know, watching it, but at my age now, watching a movie like this, I can't. I have no patience for it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, no, I've obviously seen it. I enjoyed it. It was uh, fun laughs. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Of course not. But no, I got to say, uh, I'd say check it out. There's, uh, there's fun performances. You get Richard Kind. You get a young Matthew Lillard. And, uh, but, Wait, wait, wait! You get a young Matthew Lillard for Lillard for what? Uh, not even a minute. So <laughs> you yes. can see the future. You can okay. see the future. Oh, now, now I want to see it again because you know I, I'm going to tell people: listen, 
The movie's horrible, but Matthew Lillard's in there for a minute. He had, and in fact, he might say two words. Now that now they're really gonna want to watch it. <laughs> that you know what you you sold me, Doug. A minute of Matthew Lillard is worth watching this movie for. You can see where his performance in the Scream came from. from- oh. Oh, I, if I'm Matthew Lillard, I'm like, please, I hope no one notices that I was in this movie. They, uh, this you know, movie I'm, I'm young. Is what this movie to Matthew Lillard is what Munchie is to Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, except she had more lines. Matthew Lillard was in the background, yeah, she had did. two words. And I think in his case, he's like, I'm really hoping no one notices it's me. Oh, man. Well. Jamie, I think you're going to feel better because this is, uh, again, Nick, thank you for being our creature expert. And the next sequel that we're going to be doing is one of the greatest sequels of all times. And I was lucky enough to interview Rico Ross, who played Frost. And uh, it was so cool because I connected. We're doing the Death Wish 3 reunion for Charles Bronson's 100th birthday. And so it was pretty cool to finally connect with him and be able to talk with him about his career. Talked about how he started acting, how he got into it. And the fact that he went from being typecast in like Hill Street Blues, Young and the Restless. Then he goes over to England and he becomes a... What the fuck, man? I'll just have to record this on my own. I don't know what's going on with the thing. It keeps shutting me down. You you know, I do want to say one thing, though. I feel bad for you, Nick, because you keep coming back for these four movies, like like four crappy movies, and then the week after we have like the best movie ever. Like it's almost like it's Aliens? almost like you have bad time. It's like you have bad timing. So it's like, all right, you know, like you know, let's bring Nick for this crappy movie, but now let's watch one of the best sequels of all time the week after. <laughs> what? Me with the guy with the fishing pole with the like <laughs> you too slow. You can't get it. Nope, too slow. I'd be oh, curious what man. we did. What, do you remember what we did after Munchie? <laughs> I'd be curious if it's a good movie. Well, like, probably it was either. It was probably the other one. Uh, it was probably the one we recorded that day with Tom too. The that's uh, right, Super Babies. So it's oh, probably right oh, around there. Okay. Those All right, so okay, that one wasn't it. Okay, yeah. No, you did not for that one. <laughs> no. All right. All right. So that's it for Ghoulies Go to College. Thank you, Nick. Our creature expert and i'm sure the next movie will have to have a munchy tie or creature tie (laughs) so the next sequel we're doing is one of the greatest sequels of all time aliens and i was lucky enough to interview rico ross who played frost in the movie rico and i first connected when we were doing that death wish 3 reunion for charles bronson's 100th birthday we had something come out up i think i reached out to him Wow, it must have been like a, a few days before, and he said, yeah, and then I'm sure just things didn't work out timing-wise. He was probably working, <laughs> but uh, finally, uh, we connected, and his story is great because first out of college, he started taking these roles that were you know, playing stereotypes on Hill Street Blues, Young and the Restless, and then after that, he felt typecast. He decided to study Shakespeare in England. He said, I'm going to go for a year. He ended up living there for 13 years. And there he got Dirty Dozen 2. Became friends with Ken Wall, who I love Ken. and such a great actor. And then Death Wish 3, Aliens. And actually, he got Full Metal Jacket. But that's a story you got to hear. So that's a great chat. 
Don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night.